made USAA insurance for veterans like James. When he found out how much USAA was helping members save, he said, It's time to switch. We'll help you find the right coverage at the right price. USAA. What you're made of, we're made for. Restrictions apply. This week's episode of the Mature Gamer Podcast is brought to you by Jinx. And I am just perusing their website now, where I can see they have a new range of retro t-shirts, including the Vicious Gobbler Premium Tee, which, buy it just for the name. It sounds great. You can get that by going to maturegamepodcast.com slash jinx. Fill your boots. I once knew a ghost. (laughs) (laughs) Can't even say that. I'm so glad he's back. Bloody hell. And welcome to episode 80 of the Mature Gamer Podcast. I'm Kev, and with me this week, we have Sheepdog Bounty and Anna. Say hello, boys and girls. Hello, everyone. You all right? Yeah. Hello. All right, Bouncy. Take your time. I'm allowed to talk now. It's yeah. good. Good. I'm sitting here, and I'm, I'm like, I've been raring up for this all week. I'm waiting like a little panther caged up. And now I'm here, and I'm, hmm. Well, we've got going nice and nice and quick. It's, I mean, it's only three minutes past ten now. These two have spent the last half hour talking about Final Fantasy. What Final Fantasy was it you two were talking about? Ten. Ten. Best game. Is it? I reckon. It's not very well kept book. I think eight. I've had that since like, when did that come out? Cheap dog. Uh, 2001, I'd say. Yeah. So I've had it for 12 years. Nice. So you read it? Some of it. I'd have read it all. No, you wouldn't. Why? Because there's like there's pages on there. I read the about... Skyrim one from cover to cover. Oh, you're just so sad. <laughs> it was a good book. Well, it's better than whatever book you got here. You know the microphone's the nowhere near joke. you. What the heck is that? It sounds like what, what? it sounds like your comedy. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus Christ! I can't believe somebody. <laughs> Anna, for the first time in this whole podcast, I want to reach in there and. Like throw a tomato up your head. It's an excellent graphic novel. It's one of the best of all time. Let alone just it's it's currently being used as a microphone stand, along with two Final Fantasy guidebooks and a Borderlands one. And I don't know why is my Batman comic made it to the bottom of the pile now. What's going on there? I don't know. I'm not going to spill coke on it. We've established that. We we established that I tend to lean back too much. But if we had the mic stand propped up (coughs) to four books, I could talk into it much better and hopefully be a bit clearer and a little bit less Essexy. Mm. You seem more Essexy than usual. Leave him alone. Wasn't it nice not having him here last week? No, it was great. That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> it, it wasn't, wasn't nice. nice. It was great. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Thanks, Anna. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Should we get on with the show before Bouncy shoots himself in the mouth? Why would he do that? Bouncy, why would you do that? I've just... Uh, there are numerous reasons. Oh. I've not got any alcohol this week. I'm not allowed <gasps> this week, so I'm drinking water. That's uh, isn't enough to take a long bore and blow me ears off. Uh, well, you wouldn't do that if you put it in your mouth, I suppose. I well, would, I don't know, you might. I would use a sawed-off shotgun. Would you? I probably wouldn't shoot myself. 
you wouldn't get a sort of shotgun in your mouth, surely. Depends <laughs> where you sort it off. <laughs> <laughs> Silly bear. So, Sheepdog, what have you been playing this week then, little fella? <laughs> you finished singing Rocky Top out, to yeah. me. You caught me out. Uh, I'm still reeling from... I want to explain the laughter, because Anna just had bloody post-it notes all over her face, and that threw me mid-sentence. But uh, what have we been playing? It's a was beauty treatment, isn't it? It was, yeah. She's no, got I forgot. No, no I forgot now. my glasses were on. So <laughs> That's put, not a reason no, to put post-it no, notes on your face. No, I was going to put them on my eyes, so they look like eyelashes and then i forgot my glasses were on and i didn't want to look silly with one on so i put two on do you know what eyelashes look like <laughs> not I wanted like yellow ones so uh yeah so i've been away all week haven't i and um it's been great no when i got back i thought well i've got to play some games really for the show um i better be quick um so i was looking down my steam account and Obviously, Pav off the forums giving me a wire to connect my controller up from, from the Xbox so I can play games properly. It's very good of him. And uh, it's very good of him. And uh, he's also given me a load of Sonic games. He uh, gave us a microphone and a microphone stand yeah, as well. It's the man that just keeps on giving, hasn't he? He is. But um, it occurred to me, you know, I, I was listening to uh, something with ours, the live show. And you were mocking me because I spent my childhood watching other people play games all the time. I used to love doing that. And it occurred to me... I've never played Sonic CD. Get out. And I own it at least four different ways. I've never played it. I, th- I think I've started it up, watched the, the start video, because I remembered that, but I've never played any of the levels. So I started that up, and I played it through to completion last night. I just sat there and played it and completed it. I didn't get the good ending, because I didn't really know what I was doing until about the third level. And then I thought, oh, oh crap. And, you know, decided I'll go probably go and complete that properly when I can be bothered. But... That is a fantastic little game. I never had a Mega CD. Uh, yeah, it was a Mega CD. And um, it's one of those things I really regret. I really wish I'd asked for one because Mega CDs were awesome. I've got my Mega Drive at home and I'm thinking one day I might have to go on eBay and see if I can find one and get that. Get the big mushroom thing on top instead. They were more fun. Well, the, the thing is, I, when I was a kid, my dream was having the 32X, the Mega CD and the Mega Drive and having it all there because I felt like I'd be in the future then. That was awesome. <laughs> and I remember reading magazines about it and thinking one day I'll have that. And in my head, being a kid, I was thinking when I get a job and I'm an adult, I'll buy that and I'll play on it all the time, not really realising that by the time I'm an adult, there'll be Xboxes and all sorts. <laughs> not that I can predict the future or anything, but, you know, obviously technology gets better. But... um with that game, I'm convinced, and I might have said this before, I was thinking about it last night while I was playing it and thinking, I've probably said it before, but I, I'm convinced that, that Sega went through a phase where their plan, if this wasn't their plan, it should be their plan now, their plan was to make out that Dr. Robotnik was a goodie all along. Now, because when you play that game, I mean, all the Sonic games have obviously levels through them where you've got to get to the end and fight him or whatever. But that game especially, every boss in that game, he basically hands you the way to beat him on a plate. Like, there's a level, there's a fight underwater <clears throat> where he covers himself in bubbles that help you breathe to stay alive. He doesn't attack you with them. He's just got them all around him. And he fires lasers at you. But you can breathe because he does that. And I was thinking all the way through, he's basically, I reckon he's training Sonic. I'm convinced that's what they were going to go with or that's what they should have gone with. All of it is one big training thing to train Sonic to fight a bigger evil. They should do that in a game. It'd be awesome. Who's the bigger evil? Well, they'll reveal that. I mean, in uh, Sonic Adventure, they, they fight that time-travelling... I can't remember what it's called now. The 
chaos is it or something like that <laughs> but he eats the emeralds and gets bigger and he he, he can affect time and whatnot and there's a, even generations is another thing that tra- time travels all sorts of random evil things that he that he kills um that sonic kills instead of him and i was thinking that would have been an awesome little twist if it had been training him up because if you think about it as well if you play the games certain certain games tell you when there are drops certain games he's, he's left lives extra lives all around the levels he's left rings he's left faster boots who else is, you know he's the only person there with technology faster boots <laughs> is that not what they're called speed boots at me but <laughs> sorry he's left him well, what are they they're boots that make him go faster i just went he's left him a faster pair of boots to run in i'm convinced because there's no one there that builds robots except robotnik so who else is building computers in sonic land if not robotnik and if you're telling me that they live in some magical world where extra lives and rings and shields just grow out of the ground and can be used by anyone at any time whenever they want that that i know it's a fictional world but that just doesn't seem too logical but i i reckon that's where they should have been going with it He's pro- they could have put a whole kind of he was the chosen one he's a blue hedgehog for starters it stands out a little bit when most hedgehogs are brown but um you know they could have been saying as a prophecy blue hedgehog runs really fast he can save the world but needs a bit of training he's a bit of a twat he's a bit of a skater boy who thinks he's cool and is obsessed with hot dogs someone needs to you know round those edges and make him a hero and robotnik steps up to the plate and just bombards him with wave after wave of evil to get him up to a point where he can take over the mantle and be the hero that's i'm convinced I, i've been thinking about this overnight obviously <laughs> i've got this whole story planned out where sonic has been trained. does this tail end with you writing a new sonic game it should do sonic 5 is going to be my award winning because the lengths he goes to as well he doesn't even really have to fight near sonic he could go to the other side of the world and just destroy it in one go again here the laser that could kill sonic in one hit but he was hitting it one one move behind Sonic the entire level I was on. And I was thinking, again, he could probably just shoot it forward. Sonic would run into it. He's going too fast to stop on the spot. He's got a skid if he just shot there. And I know, obviously, again, it's just a game. But adding a bit of logic to it brings a whole new sort of level to it, I thought. It was quite cool. I was just convincing myself. And then I was thinking about Mario and whether that could work there. But I didn't really think it So did. the follow-up to Megastan is going to be Sponic 5. <laughs> Sponic 5, yeah. But um, no, I just think that I might write to Sega. I might actually copyright it and then sue them if they try and do it. So it never happens. <laughs> <laughs> and then you'll lose. Yeah, no, I'll have to write to them and say do it. But um, yeah, so that was yesterday's... Uh, I played that for. It felt like I was playing it for hours, and then Raptor said it was only two hours that it took me to. Two play. hours start to finish. That's a little game. It doesn't seem right, does it? I I know that there's a lot of le- there's more to it because you've got to go into the past, and if you fix the level in the past, you save the future, so you get the good ending. So that takes a bit more of a faff. But um, yeah, I don't think Raptor was tracking that properly because I swear I started that at like ten and I finished it about half two, but Raptor said two hours, so I'm not going to argue with Raptor. Um, but yeah, so other than that, I mean, I wanted to have a bit of a moan. I don't think I mentioned it last week, but I, I tried to, because I got Fallout New Vegas on Steam in the sale. I thought, even though they're not connected, I want to play Fallout 3 before it, because otherwise I'll be comparing them a bit and, I don't know, the newer graphics or whatever might bother me. I don't they're know. the same graphics. Yeah? Oh, okay, I just assumed it might be a bit polished nah, or something. You don't, it doesn't really matter which order you're playing in. Oh, okay. they're, they're the same engine, same graphics. Well, that's handy, because my little battle with Fallout 3 has been mental. I spent about three or four days. I got my basically. I spent a day trying to find it because I knew I had the disc somewhere. I found the case, only one disc in it. Oh. So I was like, oh, "How did that happen?" So then I spent the next day looking all around my house trying to find the damn disc. I found it. I can't even remember where. It was in a really random place. I had a scratch in it. 
And I was just like, how did that happen? So I, uh, first off, I tried just rubbing it clean with some sort of screen wash and Malibu and I stuck it in and it kind of, my PC wasn't showing it and I thought, I thought crying out loud. So I, um, I looked up on the internet how you fix discs and smeared toothpaste all over it. Mm. That's what it tells you to do. Because apparently, you know, it just it goes see-through for the cracks. It's fine. It can read through it. That didn't work. So I stuck it in the freezer. Left it overnight. That didn't work. I tried it in my laptop. Laptop read it fine. <laughs> Turns out it's my disk drive on my computer. So I updated all the drivers on that, and it didn't work still. Couldn't install it on my laptop because I didn't have the specs. Remembered my father-in-law has an external DVD drive I could borrow off him. So I got, went to his house the next day and got that. I'm up to, like, day three now. And that's all I've been thinking about the whole time. I can fix this damn disk. So I got the disk, installed it. Some random... DLL files missing from the install because of that stupid little scratch. It's not the one file it can't install. So I tried making an image of the file and seeing whether, oh, and I was going back and forth for that for ages. And I finally got it to load up. It brings up the menu and then crashes. And I've got no idea why because the game's completely Cheap installed. Dog. Yeah. Just pirate it. You own the game. That's what someone else said. I thought, is that allowed though? Yeah, of course it's legal? allowed. Yeah. If I get a copy of that off the internet, not that I'm, I'm like sure that's caught, allowed. But... That's got to be legal, surely. It's just bizarre. Bouncy, you're the legal eagle, Randy. You're the legal department. Is he allowed to just pirate it? Well, I'm assuming if you've got a disc, you'll have an activation code. I've got the code, yeah. Yeah, this this theoretically, the... all you're doing is getting a disc image. The license is what's in your box, what you pay for. So I, I don't. I put that in somewhere. That code. Well, you... This is what again. It, this is actually another day and a half I wasted on um, some. I think it's Proton said to me, just go on Windows Live Gaming and get put your code in and download it so i tried to start up windows live gaming and that wouldn't work and i spent a day trying to fix my computer because apparently i had all these different random things missing that i never noticed it was missing so i had to go and install all these different things and faff around with that and um yeah that took me ages to sort out and then when i got on windows live gaming it was completely worthless there was nothing on there to put a code in it was just a little thing that said go to marketplace here's some games to buy it's basically the Xbox website. I don't know how this stuff works, but I have that installed on my computer in front of me now. Can I just copy the files over to you and give you that? Will that work? Is that how, is that how these things work? If I found out what the file that is missing was called and you saw where that was stored, that might be the difference. That might be all There you go, need. then. Because, oh, it was just a nightmare. And you're right. I mean, in theory, I could just get it off the internet and job done. But I think to myself... I wish I'd bloody known I was going to go through this hassle in the Steam sale when it was two quid, because it's like 20 <laughs> quid now, or 15 quid or something. And I, thought, I don't really want to spend that much when it's in front of me. People keep telling me it doesn't work properly anyway on Steam. Fallout really? 3. Mm. I've not actually tried it yet. I've played New Vegas on there, but apparently there's issues with Fallout 3 on Steam mm. anyway. Because I, mean, I only got halfway through it before. We've said in the past that I only got halfway through. So I really, I've even got my save somewhere on one of my hard drives. And I'm thinking, if I could just load up my save and carry on from where I left off, I don't, I don't remember the story from where I was. You shouldn't have uninstalled the game then. You've got about 900 hard drives. I was pretty stupid uninstalling it. It's probably installed somewhere on there and I've just not bloody realised. I'll be out. If I go home tonight and it's installed. I'll <laughs> Did you think of just away. searching for it on your no, hard drive? No, because I'm pretty sure oh, I uninstalled wow. it. Um, there's, um, there's probably a dozen listeners right now when, when Steve just said, I was pretty stupid. There are all these Fallout fans that are going, Steve, Steve never changes. <laughs> <laughs> but no, so that, that I mean, the, the amount of games I could have played in the time I spent trying to get that game working. Plus, I kept thinking to myself, 
Kevin Anna have it on Xbox I could just go around this and get it off from now <laughs> I drove past your house to go get the DVD player to try and install it <laughs> from my father-in-law's and I just kept thinking to myself I could just get it off them but I thought I oh, know I've got this save I'm a good five hours in so I'll spend another four days trying to salvage that oh god <laughs> So, um, yeah, not content with messing around with a game, trying to get it working for five days. I spent most of today trying to get DayZ working on Steam. Now, that's not too bad to get working. I don't think you'd want to go through the hassle. Have you tried to go through the hassle? No, before? I've got not got any interest in playing it until it's an actual finished game. Yeah. Now, you see, I, I got Armour 2 and then the add-on. And you have to follow this really weird, like there's this thing called Daisy Commander that does all the hassle for you, apparently. But to get that working, you have to install Armour 2, run it to the menu and then exit it, install the add-on, run that to the menu and exit it, then run them both in admin mode to the menu and exit it. Then you've got to install Daisy Commander. Then you've got to install Daisy. Then you've got to install all your updates and maps and blah, blah, blah. I'll just wait until it's a standalone yeah, and I game. Thought, I thought Kev's never going to do this, but I then got the details off John, went on the server, and it does seem pretty cool. It's not it's not the easiest game to just get up and play, which annoyed me a bit. But John's, John was like, for the love of God, somebody get on there and play it with him before he plays it for two minutes and throws his PC out the window and never comes back. Mm-hmm. Like He's panicking and thinking he's been trying to get me on this for months and I've finally done it and he doesn't want me to kind of have a hissy fit. But I had to wander around and my biggest gripe with it, because it's still obviously an alpha and it's not really... They've been focusing on building the game there's no kind of direction on how to control it. So you can go to a controller menu and read it, but what I was finding was it dumps you in the middle. You, you start on a beach. Is it the same controls as Armour 2, though? Are they assuming you know how to play it because you know how to play Armour 2? They might have been when they started, but surely they should know now that people aren't playing Armour 2, they're only playing that, surely. They're mm-hmm. not. But the, if it is the same controllers, then the controllers for Armour 2 are mental. And I wonder if they probably Well, it's a mental it. game, isn't it? It's like a simulator-type thing. It's not like your Call of Duty-style shooting game. It's a simulator where, correct me if I'm wrong, internet, you probably will by Twitter anyway, you can't jump. I don't know. You can't jump or melee in this game. And I assume you can probably melee if you pick up a melee weapon. But, oh, I was... I, I on the on the record I enjoyed it. I liked playing it. It was good and I need I need to meet up with a group of people on the forum and play it properly with them. What you should do if anyone wants to join Sheepdog doing that, if you go to maturegamepodcast.com, we now have a little servers section on the homepage so you can just click on servers at the top and it will take you straight to our Daisy server. Nice one. Which is what I did. I've been busy Although, while you've been away, little fella. I said uh, something like members only or something like that when I clicked it. But now I'll, I'll put it in the game and it worked. But yeah, that's probably a way it's that I'll... It's daisy.maturegamerpodcast.com if you want to do it the, yeah. the non-clicking on our website way. Yeah, I think I just... Yeah, something like that. Anyway, so um, what I found though was like... I, I, you start off on a beach and you wander off onto the road and then you're sort of sneaking around... And, and first time I, I stumbled across a zombie, I shot it and it died. And then a load of zombies chased me and I just legged it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I thought to myself, I've run out of bullets because I, tr- I was trying to shoot him. I took a few of them out. I'd killed like four zombies. And then I suddenly remembered it's not really a, a zombie shooter game, is it? It's a survival game where you're wandering around kind of trying to survive in a zombie apocalypse. And I think I was kind of going into it a bit like it was COD, which I know you're not supposed to do. You know, everyone always says that. All these kind of games, you're not going into it like it's Call of Duty. You're going into it like you're surviving. But I was just guns blazing. But I kept expecting to be able to just wallop the zombie in the face if it come too close to me, left for dead style. So I kept... There was one button that I thought was melee. 
So I kept hitting the V button. And then when I read the list, all I was doing was stepping over. <laughs> so if you come to a fence, press V, you step over it. So I was just, it looked like he was What kind of annoying game doesn't just step over a fence I automatically? Uh, I mean, this is, uh, if Armour 2, because I, I also tried to set up my Xbox controller to work with it. But Armour 2 has so much detail in the controls that you can't just have up, down, left, right. You have up, down, left, right, uh, something like shank left, or whatever the word is, shank right, um, you know, turn left, turn right, look left, look right. And so all of that's built into the keyboard. But if you try and put that into a bloody Xbox controller, you can't have the different degrees of turning and looking that you need on this game. So I was just trying to have up, down, left, right as my turning and moving and everything. But no, it's all kind of... Yeah, I'm not going to try this until it's a standalone <laughs> game with controller support. I thought you would never like it. I think I'll learn it. I'll learn how to do it after a while. I'll get the hang of it when, when I have the guys telling me what to do. And as I say, there will be it. There's got to be a jump button and a melee button, surely. But I sat there pressing every button on the keyboard and seeing certain things happen while I pressed them. I think, you know, well, that's how you get your Do that for up. long enough, you'll write Shakespeare. That's a good point. But um, I've got my gear up. I've got my reload up after a while. I kept pressing R and it weren't happening. You weren't out of ammo really quick on it. There's no evidence. I couldn't see a way to pick stuff up. I shot a goat and thought, right, I'm going to get some meat out of that because it's a survival game. Poor goat just laid dead dead. I tried pressing every button. Didn't get any meat off it. Tried walking over it. And then I hadn't checked my inventory. But in my inventory was some cooked meat. And I wasn't sure whether that was from the goat. And I was thinking, why is it cooked? Who cooked it when I picked it up? Hot Island. Might be. But um, I couldn't tell whether that was already in his pocket or whether I'd just got it from walking <laughs> over the goat. And there was no other goats to kill to try out. So I was very confused then because there was no evident, evidential... I don't even know what word I'm trying to say. There's no obvious way to pick up meat or weapons or whatnot unless you are just walking over it. And if you can walk over stuff to pick it up, why do you need to press V to walk over stuff? And why do you need to have all these <laughs> other intricate, in-depth things? But um, no, I just think if you're ever going to get that part of me thinks either wait if you're like kev wait if you're like me and you want to know about it and want to play it and check it out do it now when there's me and a few other people that are getting involved. it's actually the next big thing on bits and pcs this week so they there's are a arranging a session uh, I, having listened to this week's show earlier on today little fella um, none of them bothered so they're oh, doing right. it again this week. Uh-huh. So at some point over the next week, if you check out the forum, um, they are going to try and get a Daisy game up and running. Um, and they, I mean, they talk about it loads on bits and PCs this week. But yeah. um, get involved in that. There's hopefully going to be quite a few people. John wants to get his little server full of lots of people. So go out on the forum. It looks nice. Get involved. It's. Uh, I reckon it'll be a good game. And when it's finished, it'll be brilliant. I'm pretty convinced. The zombies are a bit odd sometimes, though. I was infuriated. When bit. will it be finished? Because I going on about bits and pcs again because i was sorting out the feeds when i was doing some tweaks to the website this week i noticed that on their episode one from over a year ago the first thing it says is daisy so they were talking about that over a year ago is this game ever going to be finished and ready to actually release or is it always just going to be something that's constantly tweaked with i'm just checking if there's a release date well i could give a bit of detail uh there isn't there wasn't last month i watched a conference that the creator of it did at Eurogamer last year uh, and that, that they haven't even set a date for the public alpha yet so I think it's good that they, they get it right because he's kind of using the mod stuff to make sure the game's dictated correctly but yeah no at the end of July time they still hadn't set a date for the alpha yet 
It says here, uh, 24th of June, that they've set a date, but they aren't telling anyone it. So it's like they've got an idea in mind, but it's a secret they're not ready to share. Mm. They need to get a rig along, so I would like to have a go. But they need to stick some controller support in it, or I just won't. Yeah, and I was, I'm was i wondering, there might be a mod. I'll have a look, because um, again, it's, it's modded to hell. If you look down at Daisy Commander, there's about 50, 60, 70 mods on there that you can install. So, I mean, yeah, someone come and be a, a noob with me because i'm thinking it might be a bit worrying if i go on there and i've got john i've got asriel i've got people like that who have been playing it loads all being i mean they, they'll obviously help me they've all they've always been brilliant helping me get on the new games and telling me how to do things but I, I always feel like i'm ruining their fun if they're just telling me how to play it you ruin everybody's fun probably do but that's done for this week and I've all right i'll see you next week then, little fella off your pub yeah go home bouncy yeah you've done anything um yeah <laughs> no i've sure? um, i've uh well i'll start off today i went to uh wicksteed park which i haven't been I to since wicksteed about park. 1992 1993 was last time i went and i went with my parents and then before that my parents went together when they were first dating so now that my kind of family situation shifted a bit we thought well actually it'd be nice as a family to go to Wixty Park. So we went to Wixty Park. And what a chilled out, friendly, family, wonderful, open, clear, clean, uncommercial, brilliant place Wixty Park still is. It's it's like the least give us all your money place I've been to in a long while. Do they still just... have the monorail thing that you control by pedaling yourself? Yes. Oh, yes, I, I loved that. That was brilliant. And I went on that. And you know, the only downside is, but last time I was there, obviously I was a young lad. I was I was still nice and svelte and fit and healthy. And here I was with my kids and thinking, oh, yeah, we can do this. We can get on that monorail. And I went on with my youngest who can't pedal for it. Well, he's too short to bet. He's too, tall. He's too small. Well, he couldn't pedal. He's got legs. He just... Wouldn't he? Pedal. It's not that he couldn't pedal. He won't pedal. The <laughs> so I put the older two in front of me and figured what we'll do is we'll just bash them from behind repeatedly and it'll just terrify them. I think you're going to get knocked off into the lake below. Ha ha ha. Off they went. Little light kids, little pedaling away. There's me huffing and puffing like, God, this is a lot harder. And I realised the only reason it's hard is I'm actually having to pedal myself around the monorail. Um, <laughs> and then it set off a whole chain of events where... I was just constantly reminded of how much I've grown upwards and outwards since I last <laughs> went to any theme park, which ended up with the last ride of the day. Took my kids on a little kind of, it was like a, a fishing boat that goes like a pirate ship turned sideways. They call it a rocking tug. Sat down, cramped all my legs in as best I could. And then I went, sorry, um, you're too big for this ride. And I went, do you mean big or do you mean tall? And she went, Whichever, whichever will cause the least offence. And I went, okay, I'll just go and stand over there. She went, I'll let you out in a minute. I was like, all right. <laughs> so I just had to stand there, do the little walk of shame, get off the ride, walk down the little steps, wait by the gate for somebody to let me out because I was just too big for the kids' ride. So, yeah, but while I was there, I had a little look in their arcade because if you go to the kind of places that haven't changed too much, sometimes their arcades are full of, like, hidden gems that just haven't changed because arcade machines are very, very expensive to get in if you haven't got huge amounts of money so the first thing i saw was 1998 star wars trilogy arcade which was fantastic had a little bash on that was still rubbish at it but i remember playing out of the peter bowling alley years ago uh, they had um like a little kind of simulator cinema thing where you lay down these vibrating benches that, that was quite cool not so old yeah, there was the original dancing stage there it was just 
just full of nicety. But the, the like the Star Wars arcade machine was not bound in a corner like old machines normally are. It was just there, and <laughs> it was a pound for three goes, and it was just affordable. And outside, they had a Mr. Blobby ride-on toy. Brilliant. Which, you know, that was brilliant, because there were loads of kids going, who's that? And I was like, just Mr. Blobby. It's Mr. Blobby. <laughs> well, everybody knows Mr. Blobby if you're a certain age. Because nowadays, who is Mr. Blobby? He is the Alexander Orloff of, of, of the characters. It's like now, where now it's all meerkats and oranges and Gangnam style. Then it was a pink and yellow Blobby man. Oranges? People over. Annoying orange. He's oh, there. He's that little knobhead who is always above us in the iTunes charts. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know orange. what you lot are talking about. That's the thing. See, you're the wrong generation. It's an, it's an orange that basically is annoying. And he talks to other fruits. It's an orange with a face on it. He talks oh, to other I fruits. And then goes like, um, hey, Apple. Hey, 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 Apple. Hey, Apple. Do you see that? <laughs> I don't know what you lot are talking about. <laughs> I've never heard it. I've just seen him. About well, my kids before. absolutely love it. And when we went to the uh, arcade today, he was one of the prizes in the grabbing toys, in like one of the premium ones. Yeah, like where you get like you get lots of like little shitty toys that you can grab her, and then you have kind of middle range ones where it's like kids' TV characters or stuff, and then you have the premium ones where it's just them. There's about five of them in there because they're almost impossible to grab. He was promoted to a premium machine. It's a fucking orange with a face on it. It basically just looked like somebody had coloured in a football and uh, put it in the machine. But there you go. One man's Mr. Blobby is another man's annoying orange. But it, it was nice just to kind of go. And, and yeah, the whole park pretty much hasn't changed that much since I last went, with the exception of taking out a couple of little bits. But yeah, it's just it smelled old and dated and it had rust on things. And I like that. I like that a lot. So anyway, that's so yeah, Star Wars Arcade was the kind of the main one I went through. Then uh, when I got back... I saw the news that Sony have partnered with Coke Zero to release a free-to-download app for Android and iOS in which you could play as the PlayStation All-Stars on an island of adventure. So I thought, oh, I'll, I'll download that. So it's called PlayStation All-Stars Island. At the moment, there's only one game, which is a kind of temple run style game with uh, Nathan Drake off of Uncharted. And you run along and collect coins and idols and get points. Which is all uh, it's on <laughs> iOS and Android, and it's available to download now, uh, completely free. But weirdly, when you collect, you collect like little bubbles of Coke Zero, and when you filled up your bottle of Coke, you push like the Coke bottle on the screen, and you'd think, oh, Sully will come along in a tank and blow up something, or you get one of the girls come along in like a plane, and no, 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 uh, Clank off of Ratchet and Clank flies down flies you up into the atmosphere, drops you onto a giant trampoline in the sky, and you just bounce around, hovering around, collecting coins for a bit. It's a bit mental. Uh, later on, they're going to add a little big planet karting minigame. There's in um, not Injustice, the uh, Infamous. They're adding that in there. And I'd imagine Ratchet and Clank will feature some more as well. So yeah, it's interesting that Sony are partnering with Coke on other platforms other than a Sony device, but it it's it's free, and uh, what other game can you have? A PS3 adventure hero jetpacked into the sky to collect coins off of a giant trampoline. Don't know, but I'm downloading this now. What's it called again? PlayStation All Stars Island. They heard you talk about it, and they both leapt on their tablets or phones. Oh, this to get this it. is the power of my voice. I, I am. No, it's the power I of Nathan Drake. 
<laughs> well, that was the thing. Oh, my phone died at fifty-four percent download. Oh. It killed itself. PlayStation That's has killed that my phone. I can't find it. Is it on That's iOS it. or is it just Android? It's on iOS and Android. I've got it on the iPad today, so I've been and playing I can't it. Find it on her screen. iPad. Our um, iPad's blocking it. <laughs> yeah, maybe. While you have a look at that, I'm going to talk a little bit about another app I downloaded this week called My Muppet Show, which, when you download it, it comes across as it's going to be another one of those, like Simpsons Tapped Out, like Farmville, where you just manage things and then you wait a load of time and then something else happens. But Disney have worked on this game and they've actually cracked it. They've cracked the conundrum of how you make these games work without feeling like a ripoff, without stealing money from people. They've basically, they've got premium currency in there for people who really, really can't wait at all. But everything in the game is fully unlockable from day one, which is fantastic. Um, basically you, you have to create a Muppet band on the stage. And so you start off with animal and he'll just play his drums. He'll be like, dun, 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 dun. and then as you add more people, the music gets more intense and more varied. And so you have to digitize characters. So some you can just pay for, and they appear, and you put them in. Some you have to kind of, you've got a, a Texas robot um, talent scout agent man who's like a fruit machine. So you put in two random Muppets, pull like the fruit machine lever and then he'll digitize a muppet based on the combination you've given him and then so using the right combination will give you the next muppet that you want mostly and uh yeah it, it's just fantastic i've got the the entire in three days i've managed to complete the entire first muppet show which normally those sort of games would take months to get anywhere near i've got kermit piggy uh and fozzy which are the big three premium characters i got all of those on day three which is almost unheard of uh, i've now got a second level which i'm now working on as well is and fuzzy it's... a premium character over gonzo hell yeah fuzzy really? was great he's my least favorite muppet i'd say you're an idiot least favorite he wasn't funny in the slightest but that was the whole joke wasn't it that he was a well, terrible yeah. comedian <laughs> yeah but th- that wasn't funny that wears thin instantly you wear yeah. thin to be fair though steve you are the gonzo of this podcast <laughs> <laughs> you probably sit there and go you know what i hang around with a chicken <laughs> this is how my life is gonna be but no it, it's just it's yeah for something that's come out of disney i genuinely i, I approached it with a lot of caution i didn't want my kids to see it because i thought as soon as they get into it they, the first thing they're going to want to say is can we have kermit can we have piggy can we have you know gonzo fuzzy and a lot but you know what all of it in three days that's pretty incredible what you can then do is you can mute individual muppets so you can change the music around you can get a an icon that will make you speed it up or slow it down so you just play around with tempo it's yeah it's just a nice little fun toy it's not going to outstay its welcome it's not cost me a penny and i cannot fault it at all so if you've got kids off have a look for my muppet show uh also on ios injustice gods among us for the ios which i keep playing had a new update this week I can now ch- uh, take on a challenge to unlock General Zod as a playable character. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm quite excited because it's uh, if he says Neil before Zod repeatedly while I'm punching people in the face, it'll probably be the only app I open for a good fortnight. <laughs> I don't even know if I'll be able to get my trousers back on. It'll be that exciting. Um, but essentially for the challenges, rather than just make you pay for a premium character, they have five rounds of increasing difficulty. If you complete each round, you get a bonus for your game. And if you complete all five, you get the character, which is pretty good. Pretty good. They did Batgirl a couple of weeks ago 
and uh, I got her. So now I'm working on Zod, and it's going to be great. But yeah, that game's just just phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. I, I there are a lot of apps that I download, play for a little bit, and delete, and it just is for the size of the file. I just keep it. Every time there's an update, I'm jumping on it like like it's a jelly baby in the sunshine. And uh, yeah, that's again. a common phrase, sheep dog. Have you not heard that one? <laughs> yeah, have you not? Yeah. No, oh, it's, it's jelly baby in the sunshine, uh, dolly mixture in the moonlight. There the two. Yeah. Yeah. It's well known. Did this Muppet app you were talking about a minute ago? Does yes. it answer the age-old question of are you a Muppet or are you a man? Well, no, you have to answer that question. You have to decide whether you I are a man. I don't want to look inside myself. To decide. I want the app to tell me. <laughs> yeah, but that's not. That's not toe rag. It's not for you. Can, nobody can tell you. I mean, if I was to decide, I'd say you're definitely a Muppet. But you know, I think that's that's just popular opinion. That's not necessarily a, a, a scientific or kind of uh, compulsory answer to be giving you and it's not really my could you role. be a muppet of a man you could be a muppet of a man Instead yeah of a muppet. yeah i mean I, I think that's probably more likely because you aren't full of stuffing am i not though i've been on holiday. yeah i was gonna say you ain't seen him since he got back from his all-inclusive <laughs> holiday little fella are his eyes bulging out I can't even see his eyes. They're covered by his cheeks. <laughs> Is he talking just random things as if somebody's got control of him? Ten pounds? Yeah. Wow, that's a holiday, isn't it? That is a holiday. That is a holiday. Yeah, so much. Three plates <laughs> per meal at least. Well, good, 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 good. That's that's good. That's important. Um, so, yeah, well, while you were on holiday... I went back and attempted The Last of Us again after my last time. I just got too down about it. I was like, now I'm going to finish The Last of Us this week. I am still going to finish it. Um, but, blooming heck, that game. Ooh, that game. <laughs> that game. That game. I've, I've been talking to customers about this all week. Very careful so they don't spoil the end because I have threatened to ban them from the shop if they mention anything. Um, but what the one thing that everybody said despite all the oh it's very depressing or you know i can't believe this happened i can't believe that happened everybody's blown away by the just the sheer level of detail in very innocuous places so like you'll go into a room and the bricks will look like every brick is an individual brick or there'll just be particles in the air of dust or there'll be just a magazine that's so small that you can't even read what it says but it's there and it doesn't need to be there. They don't need to have a coat laid over the chair. or you know, All that stuff that's there doesn't need to be there at all, but it's still there. And that's, I find that mental in a way, that they kind of they have an amazing game, an amazing storyline, an amazing kind of hook for a world, and they, and they still went further. I just went, you know what? This room doesn't look quite right we just need a few little dust particles there and maybe just a rat. I, went to, I was on a beach. There was a crab on a beach just hovering around. It says a crab. I have a, a, a history of shooting crabs in games. Uh, Far Cry, I shot them. Tomb Raider, I shot them. Tried to shoot this. They wouldn't let me shoot them. So I was always a little bit disappointed I couldn't shoot a crab in Last of Us. Uh, I must get on to Naughty Dog about that and say if they're going to do Did another one. Did you get one. the achievement in Tomb Raider for shooting the rare crab? <laughs> yes, yeah. Yeah, but you and Anna are both swines. I, I didn't, didn't even it. know it was there. Yeah, she just shot randomly it. shot one crab and got the achievement for it. She just happened to shoot the right crab. She's good at shooting crabs. You got to shoot crabs. She shot She's one sh- in the entire game and it unlocked <laughs> the achievement. I spent my entire like kind of A level student life being warned about crabs, and now whenever I see them, I shoot them on sight. So um, yeah, it's it's yeah. I, I'm now I've, I'm at I'm at the hydroelectric dam, 
and spent a little bit too long trying to work out how to get across the oh dam. Yeah. <laughs> Where I was like, I, I kept looking at the solution and I looked at it from above, not from below. And I kept hovering around it thinking, it's got to be that. It's the, it's, it looks, it's exactly, that's what it is. I, I try not to spoil it for a bit, but that's what it is. I know what it is. Why can't I do it? And then my kids come in and my oldest just went, could you go in the building? And I was like, ah! <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that took me ages. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. You have You've to got... get across the dam, don't you? So you have, to, you have to basically get Ellie across because she has a limitation when it comes to water. And so you have to find a way of getting Ellie across. Yeah, you dive down, don't you? Yeah, and there's something down there you can interact with to bring it up. But it's it's not as... It, I it must have not... just done it because I don't remember getting stuck yeah. at any of this. I point. had to stop that and come back to it the next day. I couldn't do that. <laughs> I was, it was I... late anyway. Yeah, I, I think I spent 20 minutes very early one morning. Because I, I basically, I just got through, obviously, the two brothers. And I managed to get through that without the kids seeing it. And then I was walking towards the dam. And I thought, well, this seems all right. I'm mostly just trying to get to a dam to meet my brother. So I don't need to don't need to worry about the kids walking in on this. And I was just swimming around in a lake, essentially, for 20 minutes. Um, but I just really enjoyed swimming around. The swimming mechanic was quite good. And it was all right. I like the fact that. He can breathe for a decent amount of time, but not too much time. And yeah, there's there's points in the game where I genuinely feel like I just want to get a guide. I just want to, I just, I don't want to take too long. I like, I want to find out what's happening next. Like particularly yeah. the hotel level, really. That was just a bit where I hadn't started a generator. I didn't even think of starting a generator. And then it was just go, why won't this card work? I just swipe it. And I swiped a key card like 25 times, looked at it, hoping it would say, just rub it on your shirt or something. <laughs> <Just try and laughs> break. Um, but yeah. But that's the other thing. It's the most Resident Evil game I've ever played that isn't a Resident Evil game as well. It just feels like the early Resident Evil games if Resident Evil hadn't gone off in this weird action-adventure game. It's just, it takes the best bits of every genre and has just blown me away on every single level. So, yeah. Just to what you're saying about the detail, um, mm. did you notice, uh, you sell us your magazines, and I really like that all the way through, they had like different film posters or little bits of paraphernalia about the disease that you could find, like, yes. you could find, like, doctor notes about how you caught the disease or how you could prevent getting it and it was like you didn't really need them but they supplemented the story the film it's, things just made it seem a lot more real that it's like coming out july whatever year and yeah you know that it's, just seemed really really mental that they got that much detail to make up film it. titles actor Look, names and that's the thing that's how you how you flesh out a world isn't it because that's if you're in the real world that's what you have we, i mean i always said when they people always argue you shouldn't have in-game advertising for your products. There shouldn't be product placement in games. I totally disagree. I think if you're if you're playing a game, say like you're playing Daisy, right? They want the base set in the real world, so it's based say I don't know Pittsburgh. If you ha- if you're not really in Pittsburgh and you can't haven't got billboards for Coke or for Marlboro Light or you know if if you lose all of that, you lose all of the immersion. So if you're creating a new world, having those elements in there just turn it around completely and like you said yeah it's there if you want to find it if you want to explore that extra little bit if you want to read everything if you want to just read every note and every scrap of paper you find i was i was reading the synapses for films what the plot was going to be about and the comics you could collect i was reading the back of them and that um i think imagine that being your job if you were the guy whose job you didn't write the game you didn't write the story you didn't code it you just had to go around going oh i'll whack a little poster up there i drew this morning i'll uh, i'll stick a bit of a magazine there and it must be a good job to have. Has anybody seen on the internet where they've put um, the guy who wrote it's told it's 
said what the um, what the actual the original story was going to be. I can't no, mention ending. it on the show. Well, yeah, but the, quite a lot of it changes throughout the story, um, and it was all, all going to be slightly different. Aren't I can't mention how it? it was going to be different because it's quite spoilerific. Yeah. But that's quite interesting to see. I'm glad they did it the way they did. I don't I like the sound it. of what yeah. they actually put on that. I think it was on Eurogamer. I saw that. I've avoided uh, it really, really. Yeah, carefully. definitely <laughs> avoid it. Yeah, you have to. Avoid that's it. the weird thing. Like, yeah, you think it, for the amount of stuff that I read and I, the the fact that I've managed to not spoil anything, with the exception of one animal appearing later in the game, I know nothing. I absolutely hammered someone on facebook for posting a picture of said animal i'd already got to that point um, because obviously i played it before it came out but when i saw he'd posted that on facebook i laid into him because it was it was like two days after the game had released you can't do that that's horrific don't do that yeah so yeah, I've been very, very, very careful. And so that's what that's the other reason I want to urgently get through it because it gets to the point now where it's very hard because people think enough time's passed. After like kind of two, three months, people then think, well, they've had a chance now. Let's just talk about it. Or they'll start referencing it in other games or they'll start talking about it when talking about other games. So I need to get through it. I had I was watching the new Tom Cruise film Oblivion on Blu-ray yesterday and the whole film goes through so i don't know if I've, any of you seen it it's a pretty decent sci-fi film from the director of tron legacy and um all for it there's like there's one hook that once it happens the film blows wide apart somebody wrote a single sentence on twitter that i read just casually just reading down through my kind of my wall and that one suggestion within five minutes of the film started ruined an hour of that film like just completely destroyed it, and it's that easy. You can just have it, just like a. a if somebody says to you, "Oh, I did that," keep, with an, them. keep an eye on that doctor straight away. You are only looking at that doctor, and everything he says, every word, you yeah. then start going crazy over a bit. So, yeah, just. Oh, I just... am legend. Someone said how that ended. You know, I was sat there at work eating a sandwich, just on chilling out, texting my wife about how we're going to see a film tonight, and she couple of rows down for me just mentions how that ends casually to a friend of hers and i just turned and went you bastard in her face and she was like excuse me i said well i'm going to see that tonight and you just told me the end you twat i've already got tickets i can't even cancel it and people are mental with spoilers they can just like you say they can say something silly even yeah. if someone says she don't die you think well yeah. are they just saying that That's are they just it. messing around i don't know um, someone I remember someone telling me he turns into a genie and it was it was a complete lie they were winding me up but for the whole film I was thinking well why did he say genie why didn't he say cat like you know is he is it linked to something and yeah. is there some sort of it was all bizarre and I hate it people just say yeah. stupid things that I mean, yeah, enjoy like I said, it's nice when you can talk about a game it's nice when you can kind of know that enough I mean obviously there are things like people say about Final Fantasy 7 and say oh well somebody major dies well my point it. is my point is it like for a while that would have kind of spoiled a very big moment in that game if you just talked about it before somebody played it but then obviously now it's such an important point it, it has to be discussed and it's constantly known about it's talked about so there will be elements of all games like mass effect 3 where the ending of mass effect 3 is is defining of the series in for good and bad that that will be discussed at length at times you know so i just need to get through it there's i remember netflix did a fantastic advert where there was a woman basically she was every time she was at a party with friends they were watching a film she'd just tell them what the end was just like that um i imagine person's like oh yeah that's his mother oh she did it oh sleep with a butler 
And then the friends get fed up for so they basically spoil the one thing she's not seen. It's it's fantastic. So yeah, it's uh, so just in the quest of avoiding spoilers and the quest of finishing what I'm starting to believe is possibly the finest game of this generation, if any generation. Um, just yeah, so charging through without rushing through because I don't want to miss anything. I don't want to spoil the enjoyment of going around, but at the same time hanging around sparks little conversations with people who then talk about things that then make me go oh like just when you get across the dam ellie just puts a hand up for a high five you don't have to give her a high five you can choose yeah, there's a button and just go and then she just goes yeah <laughs> you just think that's nice <laughs> that's a real it's like just a moment it's a single moment in a huge narrative but that single moment all it needed was ellie will remember that just come up in the top left yeah, hand side of the screen <laughs> and i just thought i hope that does have an effect later and then she goes oh he's all right actually silly old duffer um but yeah it's um yeah i'm really enjoying it i'm looking forward to obviously getting it finished and then being able to talk to people about the endings and well just the whole game actually not just specifically the end just we the still whole game to do a spoiler cast don't we mm. we do Vance needs to get a wriggle on vimes he wants to do one as well it yeah. might be uh we might do something with the bits and PCs lot and mingle ourselves together and do a spoiler cool. cast on it. That yeah, I've got good. I've got I've got eight hours tomorrow to put into the game, so I shall You'll have it done by then, I reckon. It yeah. didn't take me much longer than eight yeah. hours to go start to finish. Yeah, because I, yeah. I thought, oh, I'm miles. And I remember, I said to you, I stopped at the dam because I couldn't do it. Because um, it was late at night anyway. Next day I completed it, so I reckon you'll do it tomorrow. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking for it. Like I said, it's just, I think some games you can kind of think, oh, I, wish, I want to get this finished. And you can kind of go, right, well, that's the obvious route. Point A to point B, that's the obvious route. Um, but yeah, I just, I kind of spent, I tend to find a lot of time. If I'm in a room, I will check everything every drawer, every cupboard, every surface. If there's a piece of scrap paper, I will read it. So mm-hmm. I don't want to, I don't want to spoil that kind of experience. Yeah. But at the same time, want to get it done. And then somebody's not going to come on Twitter and go, oh, by the way, it was all space monkeys. <laughs> See, oh. now you've made people think, why did you say space monkeys? No one's thinking that apart from you. <laughs> and you've finished it. Yeah, so stop right. thinking that. Because you know it's space monkeys. <laughs> is that your lot, Bouncy? That is the lot this week. Because I need Anna to explain why she spent the whole week playing What's the Phrase on iOS. <laughs> I haven't spent all You're obsessed week. with you've been it. playing it since I got here until Bouncy told you Yeah, about she's that now game. playing that Nathan Drake thing. Yeah, which actually looks better than... I, I misunderstood your description, I think. It actually looks all right. So tell us about what's the phrase. It's a kind of Words of Friends game. I was playing Words of Friends with some friends, and this thing, the advert popped up saying, this is a new game, try it. So I tried it, and it's basically Wheel of Fortune mixed... I don't know what... Do you play against someone, or yeah. is it just... So you are playing against people? I'm playing with random people. I don't know, but okay. yeah. Are they picking the phrases? Or are they picking from a list of phrases? There's like there's a list of... You both have to work out the phrase. The phrase and I'll show you, because I can't explain. I saw it earlier, but I didn't know if... It looks like the Wheel of Fortune yeah. board thing, doesn't it? And I see you spin something when you're starting to do it. Because yeah. you had Red Dead Redemption was one of the things that you spoiled <laughs> about it's there. Right? awful because I can't spell, but yeah, it's like you tap whoever. I didn't realise you were playing against people. I thought this was another one of those where you're just playing against the computer. I didn't realise no. you. So how how does the multiplayer work? Then are you both trying to guess the same phrase? Yeah, or... you pick like you pick like my I'm doing now is first world problems, and then both of you pick. You get up to three turns each. And you can score between like one hundred and five thousand points on this. So thingy. you pick how hard. No. It's going to be. No. Do you, so do you pick the phrase they're guessing? 
No. So you, you just, you just... select a phrase for each of you. No. Tell me how it works. Sarah. Right. You. <laughs> so you spin. Yeah. All right. Five hundred. Okay. All right. And then you just pick letters. What does the five hundred mean? That's how, if you find one of the letters, you get five hundred points. That's why I said Wheel of Fortune. Okay. And like that's too much. What? And they ha- and they'll see the same. So you have as you. Oh, okay, so you're both playing the same board. Yeah, as you pick off letters, them letters get. So you pick you now because you know that's match. Yeah, but you can't have you because that's a vowel. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that's um, quite good. I quite like the look of that. I might have to give this a go. A third world problem too much. We're all just going to play this. Now. <laughs> yeah, it's too like much what? A word ending in K. Yeah, who knows? Milk. No, there's no M. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, can you do friends requests and stuff like you can on Words of Friends? Um, I believe so. So, if we all got this, could we all play together? And is there a way for sheep to cheat, cheat at it the way he does at Scrabble? Yeah, so you go and like, start I'm a game, not Facebook friends. extraordinarily good at Scrabble. How dare you? So, yeah. Oh, so you do have usernames. I might have to get... Oh, I wonder if it's on uh, Kindle. So I don't have to play it on my phone like a homeless person. I'm not sure. Is Look at me as you say there? that. <laughs> <laughs> Rude. Is, on, is Words with Friends on there? Uh, yeah. I've yeah got so there should be, because awesome. I think it's the same people. So this is called What's the Phrase? Mm. Um, we all need to get it and play, because it looks Sounds fun. Good. And it seems to have game names, not just phrases. So. Yeah, so can you pick the category or does it pick the categories for you? You have three categories. Okay. Um, you pick them and then you can add more categories as you get the coins. So I've, I've got like video draw games something now. style. Hmm. Ah. I like the sound of that. I'm going to have to give that a go. <laughs> and the other thing I noticed you playing all afternoon and inexplicably finished already. Yeah, well, it's only a... Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons on the 360, which was out today. Was that what it? you were playing when we came in? No, that was, was, oh my God, something, something, kingdom. Don't worry about that. (laughs) Tell us about Brothers. That's the one people want to know about. It's very short. How short is short? I I think about five, six hours. That's not that short because Mm. I was reading about this online. People saying it's the best downloadable game since Journey. Mm. And Journey was an hour and a half. So if it's longer than an hour and a half, it's not that short. It frustrated me. <gasps> she was swearing about the control system on it all <laughs> afternoon. Hated it because you've got a big brother and a little brother, and your left hand side of the controller is for the big brother, and your right hand side is for the small brother. And if you get them too crossed up, my mind doesn't work. So the analog out. sticks are each controlling a different character. Oh my god! And I that Sheepdog looks like he's just had a stroke. <laughs> yeah, I felt like I had a stroke. I was like, oh my god! Just like if. They went the other side of each other, and I'm trying to go right, and one's going left, and I, yeah, swore at Do it. Do the buttons nothing. still jump and everything for all of them? There's no jump. Oh, there's no jump. No jump. You just got you movement with the sticks, and the triggers for interacting with certain things. So, what type of game is it? Because I've deliberately tried not to find anything out about it because I want to sit and play this tomorrow. Hold on, I did find. It says here, um, it par- parallels with. Journey and Fable. See, I love both and, of those games. Yeah, but and it's so it's not glitchy, but I caught I got stuck three times in the scenery. I could not move, and I had to restart the um, level again. But is it as good as Journey? I thought Journey was right. I didn't. But you didn't think Journey was that good? I. You're the wrong person to ask. I'm it. not the wrong person. It was alright, but I didn't. I don't see why everyone. How going. much did it cost? Nine ninety nine. Is it worth nine ninety nine? Yeah, it's. 
I just needed something to play. <laughs> I'm not oh. a garnish tomorrow. It looks good. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's good. It's the interactions are awesome with the world, but it just frustrates. So is it like me. a story? Or? Yeah, there's a whole story. Your dad's dying, and you need to go get the water of are life. Are you playing it? In the, is there stuff you have to play, or are you just kind of watching it unfold and you're walking through it? Is it kind of like Dear Esther, where you weren't really playing a game, you were just reading it as you reached certain points? Is it something I could YouTube because there's no gameplay to it, or do you get what I mean? Were you having to figure out puzzles or a little bit? Yeah, I yeah. did. I had to go to YouTube once because for the life of me, I couldn't figure it out. And then I just looked on you. I was like, oh, that. Okay. It was quite bizarre actually because she downloaded the trial at lunchtime. And it gives you 20 minutes for the trial, doesn't it? 20 minutes for the full so. game. And all I heard for this 20 minutes is, I can't work out the controls. I hate it. The controls <laughs> are shit. Now I'm stuck. I've got to look it up on the internet. I'm stuck. I don't know what to do. Yeah, and controls... then we had some lunch. Oh. I went and potted in the kitchen for 10 minutes. Came back in. She's downloading the full game. It was bizarre. No, the controls are innovative, but they just wrecked me. They wrecked my head. I don't know if it's because I've got dyslexia, but they Oh, my God. It's... I wanted to punch the screen. You did punch the screen. I did punch the screen. <laughs> but no, it's very story-driven. You have to work out things. And you reckon it's as long as five hours? Mm. So you didn't seem to be playing it that long. Perhaps oh, you were, perhaps I was. wasn't paying attention. You was playing that stupid game. I was playing that stupid game. <laughs> which is a beautiful segue into that stupid game. Hold on, I have Pikmin. I'll say for the record, Bouncy, the screen is what they call their butler. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, Pinkman's is frustrating. Oh, I've never played the other ones, and oh my god, it. I have like this. Yeah, I've got three worlds open at the moment, and but two of them have bosses, and I can't. I don't like the aiming on it. Oh, just it frustrates me. It's not really your type of game. But it's pretty. It's pretty, but it's an RTS. And I, I just need to get, give some love if to If you just said game. to me, I was looking at Pikmin 3, I'd have said, don't get it. I, I got Pikmin 1 and just thought, Ugh, like you say, the bosses on it were a nightmare. Yeah. And I just felt it was annoying. It was too much faff. <laughs> it is quite cool that you can play it completely on the gamepad, can't mm. you? I noticed you sat there doing that earlier on. I have um, like I have three different Pikmin. I have the rock ones, the electric ones, and the red ones. I had 400. I'm down to about 80. Because the bosses are just evil. The only good thing is, like, if you're... Because you only have a certain amount of time in the day. So every time, like, you take a bit of health, that health stays off. And then when you go back the next day, that health is still off. So you can do it that way. But, oh, my God, it's... You do still... You, you seem to keep going back to it, though. You obviously There's something about it that's making you keep going I want back. The, I, other than the fact that <laughs> it's... Not like, it's because it. I know there's other, like, Pikmin to have. And I want the water ones. Because there's, like... This fruit that I can't reach, and I go, I have to, I have to walk past it, and I know I can't get it until I get a certain pick. I was like, I need the pick. Really, just buy you a bunch of bananas or something just to. <laughs> yeah, but I want the cherry, and I want the the cherries. Then, I want the peach. Yeah, but I don't like cherries and peaches, but I want to get them for my crew. So they can be happy. We'll get them cherries. Your crew will be alright. See, I'm hurt. I'm Her crew aren't allowed in the house after what they did. <laughs> just to the screen. I don't know why, but I have this horrible feeling that I only have 30 days and I'm on 22. I hope that's not right. Why don't you just look it up on the internet and find out how many days you have? So there's no spoilers for you? Yeah. Uh, Do you need to get the guidebook? It's the sort of game you need a guidebook for. I've I've gone on the wiki 
and it's just saying use this pikmin use this pikmin and wikis are written by twats though on the internet you need a book written by someone who's not a twat it just annoys and it's so pretty and i want to play it but the i wish there was an easy setting is there not an easy set? No. Oh, I'm not even going to try no, this set. I keep it, thinking, oh, I might have a go on that. I quite like the original It's all right. Me. I was getting, like, day eight, it was fine. Loved it. And then it just started getting harder and harder and harder. And I hate the fact that there's a time limit in the day. I wish I could just turn that off. Mm-hmm. It, oh. I found an article that says they're trying to bring back the stress of Pikmin 1 where there was a time limit. There is a time um, limit. And she is stressed. I am stressed. Oh, and there's a new Animal Crossing Plaza <laughs> I found yesterday. Yeah, that seems to be the highlight of your week. On the <laughs> Wii U, you have Animal Crossing so backgrounds fun. now. Yeah. Is just... that going to be there when I log in? Not that I'll ever log into the Wii U, but have I got to put up with Animal Crossing on the screen now? I'm not. I don't know. Does it, will it come up on your account? I don't know. I don't think I've logged into my account <laughs> this year. No, but that, I, I seen it on the Nintendo Direct that was done yesterday, I believe it. Was it yesterday? That Maybe. And um, they were talking about, oh, there's this Animal Crossing plaza, and I downloaded that and got all little animals, and they asked, like one of them asked me a question if I was eating my fruit. Were well, you eating your fruit? Oh, I don't know. No, I don't like, fruit. <laughs> I don't like cherries. Give them some fruit. But there is a promotion at the moment with Nintendo in Europe only that if you have bought Animal Crossing New Leaf and you have a Nintendo Club um, code, if you put that code into Nintendo Club, you will get a registration code. And then from the 7th of September, if you give that to a friend, they will get a code and they can download Animal Crossing too. Only if they buy a register of new 3DS XL in that time, isn't it? They have to buy a new console, I think. No, I think it's just the I game. I don't think you can just give the game away, can you? I think it's just the game, yeah. Interesting. So. The 30-day limit doesn't exist on Pikmin 3. Oh, um, but if you... If it comes to night time and your Pikmin aren't on the ship or by their onion, they all just die. Die, yeah. I'll learn them. Mm. I've lost a few of them. <laughs> Can we get on to my stupid game now, as you like to call it? It's not a stupid game. I just don't see why you play it so much. Because well, how how a couple of episodes ago you were like, this is shit. If you don't, if you like this game, don't listen to this podcast. Blah, 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 you blah, lost blah. us at least one listener. Oh, if not, because you're just you just you don't Persona, give anything. Persona Four Golden. This is what we're talking about again. Um, and you can find out tomorrow why I've been playing it so much because I've finished it now. Which Vimes, he was flabbergasted about on Twitter. Did you know him and Clarky aren't even close to finishing it? The two people who waffled on about it so much on bits and pieces that I went out and bought it. Not even finished the damn thing. It didn't thing. even go out. 55 hours it's taken. 58, isn't it? <laughs> no, 55. Oh. I've actually had three different endings this week. I was absolutely mortified when I got my first ending on Sunday. I wasn't crying. Yes, you were. It is is the game that affected me emotionally the most since The Walking Dead. That's why you turned away from me. This actually got me more than The Last of Us did. Um, The the original ending. What about about Walking Dead? I just said since Walking Dead. You said since The Last of Us. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. Twice or roll the tape back. He said Walking Dead, then he said Last of Us. Okay. So, um, yeah, that was on Monday, and I was distraught. So I went was straight to the... In- I don't know when it was. <laughs> Are we really going to have a repeat of last week? Pipe well, yeah, down. I know where Mo- Monday we weren't... Does it matter it to matter. these people on the internet what day it was? Yeah, it does. Why? Because they're going to be thinking, because I put tweets up about my little boy being in hospital, and they're thinking, oh, he don't care, he just sits there playing Persona 4. I did sit there playing Persona 4 in hospital. <laughs> Mean. But anyway, I got the first ending on Monday, and I, had, I went straight onto the internet just because I thought 
that's horrific. That can't be the ending. Why are you doing that to me? Turns out I got one of the bad endings. It's multiple endings. Please stop. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> um, so I reloaded because it, it about an hour before I got that bad ending. It did say serious things happen from now on. We suggest you save here. So I That's went back, enough, reloaded that save point. I got another sixteen hours of gameplay out of it after I finished ending one. Wow. Are you going to correct me and say it was a different number of hours? Yeah. Then you, you told have me to that leave earlier. the room. You said it was fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> That's one, Anna. That's one list. Oh, yeah, but he's uh, wrong. You're going from spell check to pedantic. Yeah. That's your new nickname. But he was saying, it's like, oh, I've got another 15 hours out of that. I was like, oh, I've got for you. So why lie? Squeeze the next. Maybe it was. The, uh, all right, hold on. The original save was 39 hours and 30 minutes. The final save after I finished it was 54 hours, 55 so minutes. So you think it's so it was somewhere so, between so 15 think... and 16 hours. So you're either lying to me or lying to the listeners. I'm not lying to anybody. <laughs> 15 and 16 are both accurate. Where were you for the extra hour, Kevin? Mm. Yeah, that's what I want to know. Sleeping with someone, oh, this is going to be the last episode of this show because I can't do this every week. I just want to talk about games. <laughs> Jesus. Um, I'm sorry. Thank you. So yeah, got an extra 16 hours out of it and um, got another bad ending along the way. So that's with another reload on those. So in total, I must have put like 70 hours into this game. Um, But finally, after looking up on the internet, the exact sequence of events I needed to do, I got the true ending. And I'm happy now because the bad thing that happened in the bad ending didn't happen in the true ending. So I'm all right. But yeah, this has kept me occupied for... All of the last two weeks, basically. All the only games I've played for the last two weeks are this. And when and every now and again, once I've saved, I'll check my messages. Ah, Postman Gather App Silas have done another golf shot in everybody's golf. I'll do another golf round. Beat Postman Gav. I have now won my first online game of everybody's golf. You got an eagle today. I got an eagle today against App Silas. That's my first ever eagle. I'm very happy with my golf game. But yeah, Persona four. I want Persona three now. It's been really good. Yeah, I, and I still nice. don't know why it was so good. I, I can't put my finger on what was so good about it. It has just kept me absolutely hooked for two weeks solid. I think that the Bits and PCs fellas have been getting some kind of voodoo doll and everything you've said was shit over the past year. <laughs> but that's the reason why you know, but just in case anyone thinks I'm saying Persona's bad, because I know people don't like it when Kev says that. But um, everything he said was bad. It's gonna this The last episode of this show is going to be you weeping as you finish Final Fantasy VII <laughs> and proclaim it the best game of all time. The other day, he was like, I was like, I'm bored. He goes, oh, play a Final Fantasy game. I was like, oh, I don't really want to play 13. I was like, um, going to be PlayStation 2, and I've got 10 on. Oh, where's 10? I was like, it's in there somewhere. I was like, oh. Uh, and I was like, here's my Vita, play nine. No, I, I just want to watch it. They're, yeah, this is what, I, what I've been trying to explain. The reason I don't like them is because I don't know what's going on. Persona held my hand and took me through it, yeah, so I understood so what was going on. Eight's the one for him because you start off at school and you yes, just train you. you. Yeah, that's and you're fine. You're out of the school until you're ready. I'll do that then. That'll <laughs> be fine. Can I get that on the Vita? Yes. yes. Well, I'll do that. Then. Cool beans. He's going to like Final Fantasy. <laughs> I didn't like eight, yeah. but you might. Ah, what? Eight's I'm like the second best one off. It depends what mood I mean. If I'm feeling more adult, it's the best one. Mine, my first one's ten, then nine, and then seven. People it. might kill me for that, but I just yeah, have it. I don't think anyone's going to kill you for that. Anyone who kills you for naming them in the wrong order <laughs> should stop listening. There you go. 
if you're a murderer because of orders of Final Fantasy game, get lost, you loser. We get a review now saying, oh, he doesn't like murder. Someone actually said they weren't coming to the live show because you'd ban drugs. (laughs) Good. I was just like, okay. I think they were joking. I think they were joking. But um, yeah, let me chuckle. That's just weird. Yeah, I I need something new and I am seriously tempted to get Persona 3 now because it's available for download on the... (laughs) PlayStation does it have a discount at the moment? It does have a discount for PlayStation Plus members. It's only like a tenner. And I'm thinking, is it? Yeah. Really? Yes. That's somehow I looked. It's like 23. That's what discounts are. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. God, I'm not sure if I looked. I think it was like, yeah, really like expensive. Uh, you can get Persona 2 and 3 together for like 18. But I don't want Persona 2 because apparently that's not got all the social interaction stuff that is what made that game awesome it's just all the little stories that you sort of decide who you're going to have the stories in i actually want to play through the new game plus now because there's little bits there's interactions i didn't do because you had to make choices between different interactions i want to see what happens if i go down those little story arcs and there's certain bits you can only do second time round. and i don't think i'm going to stop playing it even though i finish it i actually had a look on raptor well no i'll let you have a go first i'll have a break for a few days but i had a look on raptor to see how many hours i've put into games this generation i know it doesn't track track the time on the vita but there's only aside from football manager there are only two games i've played more this generation than the amount of time i've put into um persona and that's skyrim and borderlands they're the only two that have gone over 70 hours for me original borderlands um and that shows just how much I've enjoyed this game. It's up there with Skyrim and Borderlands. Why? This is going to probably be a bit of a dumb question, to be fair, but why do they bother with New Game Plus so much? I, it bothers me because I really like a game and I think I want to play the New Game Plus, but I don't want to sink 70 more hours into See, I've game. never done New yeah, Game so Plus. Yeah, so I don't. Anything. I've maybe done a little you bit of You can fast forward the cutscenes, which is quite nice. But, it's got um, a fast forward button, so I can do all that on fast forward. In my head, I'm thinking if you're a developer and you want to make a game people love, yeah, brilliant. You've, done, you've played it to death. You offer a new game plus maybe because you're thinking give them something more to do with the game. But surely from like a not that everything's about commercial, but surely they don't. Apparently there's an the extra boss battle double. you can do on new game plus. You can't do it the first time round. You have to be on the second playthrough to be able to do this certain boss. And I'm confused because it's a character who is on your side, but apparently it's a boss battle you can do second time around. Interesting. So I'm a bit confused how like that character suddenly becomes a baddie. Playing thing or something like messing around and you have to fight them. I don't know. But, so if the story's different second time around, that's quite interesting. Mm. But you still just sort of think, unless they're adding DLC, in, why would they want you to still be mm. playing the game once you've completed it? It just seems. I don't know. Like what I actually want to do, I don't want to play through the whole game again because it'll bore me. Um, and I play games as if they are me, so I naturally would make the same decisions the yeah. second time around and play it exactly the same yeah. way. All I want to do, I want it to be an option where I can go in and say, right, instead of being friends with that person, I'm friends with that person. I want to play through their because for each person you level up the relationship from one to ten, and you have a little interaction that happens each time you level up. I just want to play through that series of ten things Quite for the characters I didn't see. To. I could do, but I'd. Quite Again, like that's what I tend to do. If, they, if someone tells you, oh, there's loads of alternate bits that yeah. you could put 10 hours into doing, and I've already got the ends. Like Mass Effect, I watched all the alternate endings. Yeah, I that. did that. Apparently, there's four endings for this, and I've now had three of them. Um, and the third, the one I've not had is not quite as good as the one I've just had. Yeah, so I won't bother with that one. But I've now got to pretend that the first one I had didn't happen at all because it was traumatizing and horrible. Okay. But yeah, it's. Uh, I'm just really surprised that there's such a time difference between different endings the fact that there's because every now and again you'll do dungeons in it so it's all about your little relationships and interactions with people but then every 
couple of hours you'll go in a dungeon for a couple of hours and there's three whole separate dungeons between those two endings so mm. bearing in mind there was perhaps eight or nine dungeons i played in the whole game that's almost a third of the actual gameplay element of it wow. you can miss out on by getting that first ending which if i didn't go on the internet straight away and find out why i was so traumatized and how come it's finished at 40 hours when everyone told me it was a 60 hour game um <laughs> I would have missed out on that completely. But yeah, I cannot recommend it highly enough. It's like £25 on Amazon. I assume when Anna plays it and realises she doesn't like it, I'll be flogging it in a couple of weeks and I'll um, I'll do a sales pitch for it on the show then and try and <laughs> flog it on. But I would say if you've got a Vita, you've got, you've got to pick it up. It's absolutely perfect for the Vita. And I can't... I don't see why they don't have more games of this kind or even just big fat RPGs on the Vita. I'd rather play Skyrim on the Vita I just I can just see myself just sat there playing sat there playing on the Vita for hours now. Now I've got the grips on it and my Avengers stickers. It's so comfortable and handsome that I just I want to play on that. I've not touched my laptop or a console for two weeks because of that damn thing. When I was stuck on a plane the other day, I was thinking I wish I saw this kid playing on a Vita and I thought if I just mug him, you should have done. I would have done. Yeah. Although it wouldn't have had Avengers stickers, it would have been stupid, annoying yeah, oranges yeah, or something all would, over it. There was Wi-Fi on the plane, so I'd have been able to download some games if I got it off. Okay. Again. That's my logic. But that's my next step. I've got to go in the store now and see what I want next. If it's not Persona, what else is there? There's quite a few on there. I've got my eye on. So it's um, I'm having a bit of a Vita loving at the moment. Cool. We all excited for the Raptor chat. Not really. Oh, we'll not bother then, eh? <laughs> yeah. Now go on, what's happening? We've had lots of people adding us to it again. Mature Gamer Podcast on Raptor. Get on there, add us. We're getting probably in between five and ten new people a week at the moment, and it's starting to make for a rather interesting chart. It's changing shape ever so slowly. Mm. Although not at the bloody top, unfortunately. Um, but this week's top ten, number ten, we've got some nerds among us, amongst us, little fella. Magic the Gathering, Jewels of the Planeswalkers 2014 on the PC has been played for 45 hours this week. They try and get all the letters in that title. They've They've got too many uh, colons in there as well. Not happy with that. You don't need two lots of colons in any one title. Um, But, yeah, that's just a card game on a computer, isn't it? I think so. I assume it's still the same format. I assume so, yeah. Yeah, it is. 45 hours on that. We got, got that'd be, yeah, that'd be a few of them, though, wouldn't it? That'd be them playing a game together. I assume so. Like nine of them playing a five-hour uh, five game. <laughs> this next one's an odd one. Number nine, Fallout 3 on the 360, 48 hours. It's probably me trying to install it. What, on the PC? And that registered as 48 hours playing it on the 360? I didn't see the 360 bit there. Excuse me. Mm. Probably my, my Xbox in the background when I'm putting my controller on, starting <laughs> up my Xbox 360 version, just whirring away. Number eight, I've never heard of. Galactic Civilizations. 2 Ultimate Edition on the PC 49 hours what the hell is that Um, I th- I'm not sure if I've heard of this Bouncy actually, do you know what that is what's that what Galactic Civilizations 2 ooh no I've no idea no, no idea. never heard of it but it's number 8 in the charts this week might have to have a look at that um, number seven is Minecraft on Xbox Live Arcade, 56 hours. Number six, Civilization Five on PC, 60 hours with people getting all stuck into the new content on there. Um, number five, Football Manager 2013, PC, 90 hours. And then top four, as usual, um, League of Legends in fourth place on 95 hours. Borderlands 2 is third on 97. FIFA 13 is second, also on 97 hours. And number one, as usual, 164 hours, as usual. 
Call of Duty Black Ops 2 on the 360. I don't want to go all pedantic here. It's usually I... 162. Is it? Yeah. Because, yeah, I was listening to last week's show earlier and you were ranting about the 162. So, yeah, so there's an extra couple of hours. I think that might just be because I did it at a slightly different time of the day. Uh, oh, Anna's got something to say. She's I forgot leading. to talk about that Saints Row 4 creation thing. Talk about it now. That. It saves us having to talk about Black Ops. <laughs> Black Ops. Don't you like Black Ops, Jake? No. You can have Nolan North as a voice. This is on the Saints Row 4 creation. Yeah, you've got thing. like... It's on everything now, I think, You've got it? male 1, 2, and 3, female 1, 2, and 3, and then at the bottom you've got Nolan North as um, your voice, and I've got a woman with the big redonkers, and <laughs> you got to, and Nolan North's voice. It's going to be Which fun. Which is bizarre. And this is the character that you can then carry over into the game itself yes, when that can. comes. Yes. Awesome. You should be getting any day now. Yeah, we should have uh, a little review of Saints Row 4 for Mana next week on the show. Nah. So your review copy's is on the it? way. Yeah, what? the embargo's before next week's show. So, so by next week's show, you'll have written a review for us and oh, you'll be ready to no. talk about it on next week's show. You have to. Them's the rules. You wrote the preview, you get the game, you have to write the review now. <laughs> I just want to play the game. Well, you have to write the review or it gets confiscated. By whom? Sheepdog, and yeah. the screen he's been waiting to get his own back yeah. when he's into it he's going to take that game back yeah exactly so no. a review for Man on next week's show about Saints Row 4 we'll see you'll definitely be able to talk about it surely <laughs> or else why on earth are you getting a review copy they'll never send us another review copy again <laughs> I hey I did the preview so yeah but they need people to say the game's good <laughs> it is good you don't you know that yet it. I've seen trailers. It looks well, next time. week you can tell us why it's good. 80s shopping list. And it's, a, it's almost an interactive 80s shopping list this week because I want a new game. So I put these free games on Twitter earlier. Um, I know there's only two on your list because, <laughs> I, as I said, I've been updating mine throughout the show. You saw my confusion there. Yeah. Um, I put these free, da- free games on my Twitter earlier and said, these are the three new games out. I need a new game. I've just finished Persona. Which one of these shall I buy? And there was a bit of a vote, and I have now purchased one of them, but I shall tell you in a moment which one I've purchased. Mm-hmm. Um, the three new games, Anna's already talked about Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons. That was out on the 360 yesterday. Um, Spelunky is out on the PC today. Um, are we familiar with Spelunky? You two aren't even listening to what I'm talking about, are you? We Fighting. have some... I've heard of... Isn't Spelunking something to do with caves or hills? It is, Spelunking. It's the randomly generated platform game, isn't it? Which supposedly has unlimited levels, wasn't it? It was an iPhone game or something originally, I think. Well, it was an indie game created by Derek Yu, originally a freeware, and then it came out on Xbox and PlayStation and Vita and everything else. It's now the the big updated version is launching on Steam. So that's the thing. T'other one is Papers, Please, out on the PC. You was going on about that earlier. I was going on about that earlier. And that's actually the one I've bought, because that's the one that Twitter have told me to buy. Um, I don't know how to explain this in any way that's going to avoid you calling me a loser for just spending $6.99 on it. Basically, uh, you're in a Soviet state working on border control, deciding whether or not to let people into the country. I've heard about that. Yeah. Yeah. And um, Sheepdog's pointing at me. Now, you go and talk in... No, that's basically the game. I've not played it yet. I've just bought it now. It's been downloading while we were doing through what, what we've been playing. And I shall have a crack on that because um, people... That's that, old. It's out today on PC. It's out, been out before I heard it elsewhere. It's been out as a um, beta, I think. But it's actually released oh. now. But it was 
absolutely unanimous on Twitter. Everybody said of those three games, Papers, Please has got to be the one that I try. And it happened to be the cheapest one as well, so everybody wins. But I'll have a play on that tomorrow as well. I'll play on Brothers as well because Anna's got it, so I'll have a play on it on hers. Um, but yes, yeah, Spelunky has to lose because I can only get two games because I've still got to buy Persona 3 as well. What I was going to say, because you reminded me about you talking about the passport control and whatnot, is I, while I was away again, I was watching BBC World News a lot because it was the only English channel they had and then we were getting ready to go out and wanted to be on. Um, and they did a big uh, article type thing on games. But it wasn't like games that we talk about or we play. It was kind of the, there was some big load of games coming out that are based around points in history where you play through that event, that historic event. They're quite modern ones. And you make decisions and you interact with people in certain ways. And it kind of defines what side of the war you're on or what side of the event you're on and what your views are. And it kind of tells you how you would have featured in history if you'd have been there. And I just wondered if any of you had heard about it and what it was called. Because they didn't tell me the name. They just talked about this developer making this game. Um, hopefully one of our listeners might know. But... Perhaps that's what Galactic Civilizations 2 Ultimate <laughs> Edition is. I had a is. quick look. It's not. But... Um... No, it looked really cool. They, they were showing there was some sort of, I think it was like a Korean War or something they were showing, and you had you were standing by a window and a guard comes over and says, what are you doing? You have a choice of saying, I'm just taking pictures of the parade, none of your business, you pig, or something like that, and all sorts of other options, and obviously that defines where you are in the whole kind of grand scheme of things. But that just sounded quite cool, because it kind of, it's meant to be teaching you a little bit about history, but at the same time just letting you play a game and figure out where you'd be in the grand scheme of things. And it's giving you a more real, like obviously we play Mass Effect. If you play it and you end up with a, a, a evil persona or a good persona, you kind of, that's kind of showing what sort of person you are. It's a bit different when they play out, say World War Two, for example, to break, is it Godwin's Law or Goodwin's Law, whatever the name is, but talk about the Nazis. If you were to find that you were talking about the war and you answered questions a certain way and it turned out you actually would have been a Nazi, that's quite, that actually would affect you your head a little bit, wouldn't it? You'd think, bloody hell, I never realised it was that easy to become one. That's quite an interesting thing to play because you feel quite good if you play it through and you're completely on the good side of everything. You'll feel like you are a morally right person. It kind of defines where you are. I thought it was quite a great idea for a game, eh? I mean, if only you knew what it was called, eh? Yeah, somebody tell me what it's called. I'm sat here now looking through BBC World News trying to find out what it's bloody called. Nice. Well, while you do that, I'm going to talk a little bit about a blog post I put on the website today. Um, where I launched the idea of Mature Gamer Podcast Versus, which is just an idea at this stage, really, and I'm just talking about it in the hope that some other podcasts are listening to us and perhaps haven't seen the blog post or haven't seen what we've been putting on Twitter. But the basic idea of it is um, we want to get involved with other independent gaming podcasts and just do a bit of a team-up, start up a separate feed for it, I mean, just every now and again. It's not going to be any kind of regular thing, no kind of commitment, but just every now and again... We'll do a show with some folk off another podcast on there too and do something a little bit different, whether that be a, a literally us versus them quiz type thing or some kind of Q&A between the two shows or a spoiler cast of some kind or perhaps there's a hot topic to discuss. I don't know, even something as silly as Xbox versus PlayStation or, you know, any anything completely open to ideas at this stage. But I put the idea out there on Twitter today and we've had five or six podcasts who said, yeah, we've interested to see what we can do with that get have we'll have a little chat and we, we're gonna have a little chat on email tomorrow and see if we can thrash out some ideas but if you do have a podcast and you are interested in working with us in some way um get in touch tweet at us or send us an email or come on the forum or onto the website and and pop a comment in the uh 
in the post about it and we'd just be interested to throw some ideas around and see what we come up with it would just be quite nice just to share the love a little bit won't it little fella i think yeah i, I like when i saw the idea I thought, that's brilliant get involved with people just have a laugh build a bit of a group that we kind of can the cool kids will call yeah, ourselves or schmooze is what i was gonna say that sounds a bit wrong what i mean is that when we go to the because we all go to these e3 and eurogamer or whatever eurogamer when we're down in eurogamer in september we're all gonna be there if we all know each other that's more people we can have a chat with and exactly. have a beer with more and it'll just be fun and we might even get that dance off with midlife gamer that we challenged them to last year and they panned it out no of. physical uh interactions didn't they? I mean I don't want to do anything physical well we'll I don't know we'll do a we'll play rock paper scissors with him we'll think of something that's probably still too physical for him <laughs> play rock band that game was called 1979 and it was about the Iranian revolution there we go that told me is that what we're going to play with midlife game yeah we'll figure out who won the Iranian revolution as are them but um, no I just think it's a, it is a good idea um, and it just it'd be good to kind of a, like do lots of things together over, yeah. over the time and we have ideas um and also if you listening to this i assume most people who listen to us listen to other shows as well when we did the listener survey a little while back there was loads of other podcast names that came up in that i know my list of podcast subscriptions is well into double figures each week so if you do listen to us and some other shows people have said to us on twitter recently oh you've got to do something with this slot um get in touch with them and suggest it to them point them our way Tell us who they are. We're interested to know who you'd like to hear us do something with and what you'd like to hear us do with them. Um, um, we'll just we'll sort of play it by yeah, ear. Suggestions would be good as well. If you're saying, why don't you guys all do this? Yeah. I keep telling Kev we should do a really long show and get everyone involved in guest spots. But he, he's I'm washing, washing my hair. hair. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I'd, we'll do University Challenge. That's what it'll be. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out who is the most intelligent podcast we'll um we'll sub you out for that week little yeah, fella have a day <laughs> just be me and bouncing i'll wash my ears that ain't gonna take long enough we'll have to figure something out but yeah just let us know what you want us to do whether you're a podcaster a listener whatever we want to know what you would like us to do because it should all be good fun as long as you don't say go f yourself or something like that say that anyway <laughs> and i'll just block your twitter and that'll earn you you won't be able to abuse me then It's news time, boys and girls. Da, 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 da. Bom, 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 bom. Breaking news. Sheepdog bom. can't order a PlayStation 4 anymore to have it guaranteed for launch. I wouldn't have ordered one on launch at all because it's just foolish. Foolish? I was going to say foolhardy. You realise you are a sidekick on a gaming podcast. I'm not a sidekick. And, you know, if robbie ruse uh contacts at sony want to send me one for nothing then yeah i'll have a look at oh, sandaroni i'll uh i'll wait until they because they're like what a million pounds at launch 350 and they drop down to a third of that within about two months ps3 still isn't a third of that i'm just yeah i did not really a third <laughs> of that i know but the fact is that's going to drop in price substantially before it has any games that really make me want to buy it that i can't get on the ps3 so meh I think you can still order an Xbox One for launch, though. I still won't be doing that. <gasps> PS4 and Vita bundle for $500. There you go, do that. <laughs> so you can still pre-order it, then. Not for launch. Uh-huh. Launch is closed. Have you ordered uh, ordered one, Bouncy, or are you not bothering with a PS4? Yet? Well, I, uh, yeah, minus a case of 
not for launch, but as soon as possible, yes. And it will be PS4 over Xbox One. Uh, just to say, like, because obviously working in a retailer, we, we had to ring round people. We got a list of people that have rented or bought a lot of games from us, so we rang them. And out of the list, only about three out of, I'd say, 70 people were even aware there was a cutoff point. And uh, most of us said, oh, I was just going to come in and pre-order one the week before. So um, <laughs> in some respect, I wish we hadn't rang them and told them because I would have loved to have seen those people a week before and just <laughs> gone, yeah, I'll take your deposit. Course, there you go. Put that non-refundable deposit on your account. Well done. Bravo you. But no, I, I think I think I mentioned I mentioned last week that I was really pleased that Sony have done it because I think ha- knowing there's a cutoff point at least means that if it is a Christmas gift, you're not going to be disappointed. Well, you, you'll be disappointed, but you won't be unknowingly <laughs> disappointed. You've got that warning early on to say, well, if you want one, book it. If you don't, or if you want to hesitate, fine, wait for a second allocation, which is what a lot of people will do. Because I think the weird thing about this launch over any other is we really don't know much about what the exact launch lineup's going to be, what the pricing's going to be, whether the games are actually going to be any good. And yet we're expected to kind of put down a, a pretty hefty wadge on on unknown tech, which hasn't been shown off enough, I don't think, to, to sort of warrant it. I'm pretty yet. sure I am allowed to cancel my pre-order if it turns out to be a crock of shit. Oh, Wait. yeah. Uh, you might be able, you might be able, you might be able to, but um, but no, I think it, it, the machine's going to be good. It's like like she said. The problem is with any launch is you have a, a glut of launch titles that are either built around a certain piece of hardware capability, or they're just there to look pretty. So both systems have got some good games, but none of them have really locked in a full launch package yet. So if they they haven't even decided what the price of the games is going to be yet, which is a huge deciding factor for me. If I'm going to pre-order a console, then they decide they're going to charge 55, 60 quid for a game, I won't be able to afford a game for my system, which I don't then want a system that I can't afford in the first place to then pick up games that I can't afford either. So I think in some respects, they've, they've kind of shot themselves in the foot because they haven't given the information that we all need to make an informed purchase. But at the same time, at least they're telling us now that while we couldn't make an informed purchase, we now can't make any purchase, <laughs> informed or otherwise. That's old then. Mm. <laughs> um, if you didn't bother ordering a PlayStation 4, don't worry, you can get something even more beautiful just before, though. The Batman Arkham Origins Collector's Edition has given me an erection that hasn't yet gone away. <laughs> It's beautiful, absolutely beautiful. Mm. I want it, and I want it now. It's not. Where can I order that from? Amazon Amazon only. It's not on there yet. I looked this morning, and it's not there yet. Well, you know, it's going to be exclusive to them. And weirdly, the first time that Batman and the Joker have been in a statue with a Batman Arkham game in the one game where it's not primarily a Batman versus Joker game, which is Mm -hmm. very weird. I was expecting Black Mask or like. Deathstroke versus Batman thing, which would have been still been cool, but the the the, stand, the statue they got hanging him off the side of a building is fantastic. Even if the game turns out to be shit now, it'll be worth oh, it buying just to have really. the model. Nah. But there's no way. Ultimately, okay, it's not Rocksteady, but everybody who's working on the game has said from the start, we don't need to change much. We just need to do what we want to do, and everything they've shown us so far, and 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 they haven't shown a huge amounts, but they've shown enough. It's just great. You think how much of Arkham City we didn't see prior to launch? Like we thought we'd seen loads, and then it's just blow. Oh, that's like, you didn't see that. You didn't see this happen. You didn't see that. Happen. We had no idea this was going to happen. 
and then boof. So yeah, fair play. Just bring it, bring bring it, give it in a shiny tin with a figure. But either way, it's going to be pure brilliance in gameplay. That's it. Um, did you know, Sheepdog, mm. that if you wanted to buy something from Amazon, you can actually do it via a link at maturegamepodcast.com slash Amazon? I have heard rumours, yeah. Well, you can. And one of the things that you can now purchase using that link um, is PC games for download. Interesting. Um, it's quite a lot on there, actually. Such as? Um, big name stuff. I don't know, Tomb Raider and Tomb stuff Raider, is on there, Far I think. Cry. Yeah. Um, all the big ones basically yep. um, but they're quite reasonable prices as well I believe so if you do decide to purchase from Amazon use our link there's a good boy or girl might check whether Fallout 3 is cheap on there you should they've been doing this in America for a little while and they regularly come up on the um, the online price comparison stuff as being quite competitive prices as well so it's quite good that they now brought it into the UK as well it's another place for me to have to check when I'm shopping around to get my cheapy cheap PC games which would be rather splendid. I think it's splendid anyway. Sheepdogs mm. just shopping now for Fallout. Well, <laughs> I can say, because the, uh, there's a lot of these like poster bargain and savvy gamer stuff, they're always posting links to like the American Amazon store for downloads on PC games to like get. But yeah, Normally it's like a bundle of five games for about a tenner. So hopefully the prices will be the same over here as they are over there. We won't get too much stung on VAT and other corporate taxes that we pay but Amazon don't. Um but yeah, I, I I think it's fantastic. They they did all the Xbox codes first, and that didn't really work out. But PC code is is good, and it takes money away from game as well, which is very good. Which is awesome. Where is this digital download option? Because I can see Fallout Three on their game video. To be fair, it's four pound for the disc. I might just buy it. Screw this mumbo jumbo nonsense. I've been running around with. It's the exact version I've got. Just a new code in, but uh, it still would be nice to just download it when I got him. It doesn't seem to be on here unless it's just not for older games. Mumbo Jumbo. <laughs> oh dear. Mumbo Jumbo. Is that from Ongo Bongo Land? <laughs> <laughs> That's a banned phrase, I think you'll find. No, Bongo Bongo Land's banned. <laughs> Ongo Bongo and Umbongo are perfectly fine. I see. Yeah. Um, have we all seen the new Humble Bundle? Yes. yes. I got an email about that and was very impressed got all those games already though apart from the ones i've never heard of or aren't interested in it's um it's good though if you haven't got them mm. saints row the third saints row two um what else dead island metro 2033 risen risen two dead island riptide all the saints row dlc it's a nice yeah. little package and all the soundtracks yeah. in fact saints row soundtrack is quite good it's probably the best thing about saints row the third so i didn't really like the game but the soundtrack was quite cool and yeah, that's good yeah. value. And, and the thing about it is, this is all the stuff they bought off of THQ pretty much as well. So they've like bought it up and then just gone, okay, we now own it. Let's give it away, dirt cheap! <laughs> I mean, as of right now, I'm looking at it right now, we've just over four days left, they've sold 407,000 bundles. So, you know, that's a good amount because that's going to go to charity as well, isn't it? Mm. I what bought Sacred it, I, 2? Have I heard of that? Of what? may have done. It's like a fantasy RPG. I bought the collector's edition of this from work because it was like a good pre-order price. Took all, took the game straight out of the package, traded the game straight back in and got more for the game than I did p- paying for the collector's edition <laughs> in the first place. So I have all the collector's edition stuff and now I own the PC version to go with it. So it swings around roundabout. So it all balances out in the end. But yeah, it's a fantasy game. I've not so played, you but I've got a figure off. Yes, uh, mostly because well, I can't run any of them. I don't think. Looking at <laughs> looking at them in front of me, but one day 
I've always said I'm always building a Steam library for the one day I have a machine that will run it. Um, so Saints Row, Saints Row 2, obviously I've got uh, Saints Row 3, Saints Row 2, I've got on the Xbox, love them on the Xbox. Why not have them on the PC for when I can play them? The only thing I didn't do was pay the 20 quid to get Dead Island Riptide as well, mostly because if I want it that badly, I could probably just pay 20 quid and get it on the Xbox. Probably yeah. pay less than that through one of our affiliate links and get it for the Xbox and then play it how I want to play it. But for value, if you even if you just want Saints Row the Third plus all the DLC for like four quid, it's, oh yeah, the, if you were no to buy the Saints Row the Third DLC on Steam, it's like eighty quid. If we looked into doing it, because Anna wanted all the DLC, so yeah. just that DLC in itself is eighty quid, and you can get that for mm. what three pound fifty. Yeah, is the minimum yeah. to get all of Imagine that. Imagine if you bought that last week and then this happened, you'd just want to. You end up hitting the screen. The percentage at the moment, if you buy it at the average of $5.15, it's 93% off of the value, which is ridiculous. That's almost like, here you go, it's completely free, isn't it, at that money? I'd spend more on a burger than I would on those games easily. I'd, I'd, I'd quite happily just go to the place and say, I'd like that burger. Just about what the price is. And then it'll say, oh, that's, that's £6.50, please. And I'll be like, oh, here you go. There's, there's your £6.50. I've then spent more on a burger than I would have spent on those nine games. So I bought those nine, nine games. games. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Wow. I'm sat here thinking about buying my second copy of Fallout 3 just so I can have the damn disc that works. I'm looking at that pile and I'm thinking... For you, little fella, this is a good little pile. Because yeah. I doubt you've played Dead Island, have you? You've already got Metro lying around somewhere because yeah, that I've was hurled at you. Uh, Saints Row Three, so yeah, but you've got Saint... and two actually. I've got most of that. I'm not going to bother. <laughs> <laughs> that told me. Where's my running order gone? I'm too busy looking at the bloody humble bundle. Sega bids on purchasing Atlas. Well, I was actually going to do something else, but if you want to bring that in, no, that's fine. We'll do that when you've said it now, Mister. Changing the running order that, that you haven't the seen. Order. I know, oh, but right. I've changed it. Um, yeah um, please let Atlas be saved now I like them <laughs> <laughs> that's the only reason it's made it when, the show. I was going to say when I saw the running order I thought oh, what the nepotism is going on here <laughs> him and Persona 4 have gotten into bed every single night and now they're going to be on every single show whether we oh, like yeah. but it is good news though because Sega are a very good matchup obviously because they, they keep it Japanese which is important because that's what makes their games what their games are but it's a lot of money. The the bids are rumored to get yeah, it's like, yeah, which you know for a company that's on the ropes, it's those franchises are big enough. Particularly Demon Souls, you know that's that's got huge recognition. Obviously, Persona Four. Now that Kev's going on about it, will sell a good hundred thousand copies this week yep. when every one of our listeners goes out and buys a Vita and a copy of the game. And they might bring um, back Trauma Center. They might. They That's might. what I want most of all. I loved Trauma Center. That was brilliant. There's the. Uh, you remember a few months ago, I was talking about Amateur Surgeon Two on the iPad, where it's like basically Trauma Center done by Adult Swim, and you just pull pieces of glass out yeah. of prostitutes' faces. Uh, the third one of those out this week just reminded me. So yeah, that's 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 pretty cool. But yeah, Trauma Center is fantastic. Absolutely, we I think. Oh, Trauma Center on the Wii was shit because mm. you couldn't control it properly. But yes, on the DS, it was like, brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, I had a um, a scalpel shaped stylus pen <laughs> I saved just to use while playing that game. But my mind went, but you're supposed to be pulling something out or using a scalpel. That's the wrong tool for that job. So I couldn't use it. I also have a sonic screwdriver one and a lightsaber one. And both of them I just don't use because I think I'm not playing Star Wars. I can't use that. That's just ridiculous. So yeah, now you can't use a sonic screwdriver if you're not playing Star Wars, can you? I now I have a fingernail that I cut I don't know to a what point. what he's talking about. <laughs> 
<laughs> so yeah. You know what that's from. What Star Wars? It's a film, isn't no, it? No, you know what the Sonic Screwdriver's from. No. He does. It's just being. Yeah. <laughs> um, Pokemon. Oh yeah. This is the one I deliberately left off the running order because I didn't want Sheepdog to get too excited over it. Um, you know how much scorn you've poured over Skylanders. I haven't poured much on it, but go on. You're uh, you're gonna have to start buying some little collectible figures to play your game on your new Wii U that you've got to buy. <laughs> now I read into it, and I'm all right. There's only 18 of them. They're not doing all 680 odd Pokemon. What's the point odd. if they're only yeah, doing 18? It does seem of them. odd. But it's because the game isn't really worth owning. It's um... <laughs> let, let, let me finish. Sheepdog sweeping statement of the week. It's not a proper game. It's um, it's basically all the old Pokemon Stadium games they used to sell, uh, which were quite cool. They had bits of story to them, but it's just basically that. It, it, like say me and you were playing it now, we would just basically start up a game. I'd pick a Pokemon, you'd pick a Pokemon, Pokemon we'd have a battle, and that's it. There's no other game to it, from what I understand. It's just me v you, any Pokemon. Well, I'd win then. And there's there's just these eighteen you can buy that you stick on your. Uh... Surely there must be a way to level them up somehow outside of doing that. Or else, if it's it exact... seems ridiculous, it's just whoever picks the best one. If it's surely. exactly like the old Pokemon stadiums, you could pick the level you wanted. It was that mental. I once had a, something like a level two Metapod battle with my cousin, who also had a level two Metapod. For anyone who doesn't know, which is most of the world, all that can do is harden. It can't actually attack. <laughs> so we just sat there hardening. <laughs> then we tried Magic Heart, which just splashed. And uh, then we realised we were wasting our lives to stop playing. Because <laughs> it is just, yeah, I don't know. If you might be able to level them up. It doesn't really say. It did say you can bring them, you can walk around with them on your DS, and you can have the little plastic ones that there's only 18 of. But from what I understood... It's pretty much Pokemon Stadium scaled down. Talking to those of you who are into buying all these little figures, so not you now, Sheepdog, yeah. um, with this on the horizon, there's obviously a new Skylanders game coming. You've got Disney Infinity coming as well. Is there too many little figures on the horizon now? What What's going to happen? What are you going for? Disney. You want Disney. What about you, Bouncy? I'm getting Disney and Swap Force. So, so this doesn't hold any interest. Disney is the one that's had me as well, really. I was considering that because I thought my daughter would love it. Well, the, the problem with Disney uh, that, that I have at the moment is just sheer the amount of money they're going after. What I like about Skylanders is you can complete the game with a bare minimum. But if you want every, everything unlocked, you need to buy, I think, four extra figures to unlock everything mm. in the game. With the Disney one, a level pack with a couple of vehicles is 30, 40 quid. Then they're going to sell little plastic discs that unlock either an extra costume or an extra vehicle or a bit of an inch, like an item in the game. Two of those, about three or four quid just for the two. And there's about 600 of them apparently coming out. Yeah. Then you've got all of the figures and they're about 12, 15 quid a piece. Or Have they announced 20... the Marvel and Star Wars ones? No, just they're not. Completely piss all over Skylanders. What they're, going to do, what they're going to do is they're then going to... Uh, I mean, at the moment, they could just add to Infinity. The idea of Infinity is they can just keep adding and adding and adding. So instead of it being a level pack it's a whole new game so what they're saying is you buy a base unit and then if you buy the cars world of cars uh add-on that's essentially think they, what they want you to think is i'm not buying an add-on for this game i'm buying a new game that locks into this a bit like sonic and knuckles and sonic 3 but that doesn't work because we're so used to the idea of buying something for skylanders or buying dlc that if we add something to the game we don't expect it to be a full price again 
So if you think they've got Lone Ranger set coming, cars set going, they want to do Nightmare Before Christmas, uh, Phineas and Ferb is coming in. Yeah, all of the figures are going to have a world associated. Well, if that's 30 quid per world, the logic would be if you really like Phineas and Ferb, you could buy all the Phineas and Ferb characters and level pack, cost you about 50 quid, that's your game. But that's not how the real world works because you've then got the pester power of... Well, I want a new figure. Well, we can't afford a figure. Well, what about a little sealed pack? And these discs are like in blind bags, like you get your Lego men and uh, you like your little kind of Mega Bloks Halo figures, where you don't know what disc you get either. So you could just buy two, exactly the same two again. Whereas with Skylanders, you buy the figure you want and you get the figure you want. And that's kind of, you, you've got it, you've done it, and it's backwards compatible. So although it's Disney and it's, it's going to be brilliant and it looks like it's the best elements of Toy Story 3's toy box mode, with a kind of bit of little big planet ripped in and then the world of disney i just i just i think it's a little bit immoral from disney side of it to to charge a premium for a product that has to be bought in bulk to get the absolute best from it if you see what i mean yeah so um yeah it's i've I've got an order on the starter pack i am going to be very cautious about whether i then jump onto other figures it may just be a christmas only deal where the kids can choose a couple of figures each but Skyline Swap Force is definite that's that's without a doubt if Disney was suddenly cancelled he wouldn't change my mind Skyline is definitely getting bought because we've got all of those figures that can still be used you know so it's like very few would I need to buy all the stuff that's unlockable in the game theoretically would still be unlockable but yeah it's good this bloody Pokemon one though it's just because it's a downloadable game essentially and then you're buying all your little p- bits and pieces it's, it's like you were saying, Steve, is you're interested in a franchise, but it's still uh, that niche part of the franchise that you... Pokemon should have owned this market. They should have been out in there years well, ago. Even the article talking about it says the people are crying out for a 3D RPG style game with a big open world feel to it, and Nintendo have no plans to ever make that. And you think... Why do you have no plans even? I mean, even when people are crying out for a Final Fantasy VII remake, which I'm not really fussed about, but people are, they're always saying, well, we're not really sure it wouldn't age properly. We've got our reasons not to, but we might do it. Nintendo are flat out always saying, no, we're not doing that. And you just think, I don't really get why. Do you not want... They don't like money. You don't want to monopolize the market. They don't want to make it... They're not going to do it because no one will bloody buy it. It's the same with Pikmin. People are asking for that to be brought back. It gets brought back. No bloody bugger bought it. Everyone would buy the Pokemon RP. Uh, There's only nine of us. You've got a Wii U. And they'd all have it. I'd buy a Wii U for that. That'd save that if it was, you know... if it definitely. I heard you say last week that it's not being sold in places anymore. And mm. Yeah. Uh, is that because the thing I can never tell where this stands? I wanted to say this if I'd have been there last week, I'd have asked this question then. But one minute I'm hearing it's crap, it's falling apart, I'm not surprised, and then I'm hearing it look, it's all going quite well. They're bringing it all up now, they're bringing out their big franchises. They've got 16 games that you could buy that are going to all be awesome. It's worth buying, it'll be the biggest selling game this Christmas, biggest selling console this Christmas. But now they're saying they're not selling it anymore. Only Asda, oh, Asda, answer. is there only one place aren't selling yeah, they lot... bought too many at launch? Um, a lot of retailers are also scaling about massively. I know Blockbusters now put all the Wii U stock on their bottom shelves underneath PlayStation 3 and underneath Vita at the moment because yeah. it's just in terms of retail space, you have to justify. Yeah using it up so now we're going into a new generation so uh, stores now are going to be asked by sony and microsoft how much space are you going to dedicate to our console because that's going to be where the money is now so if if 
if uh, Sandra Oni says, right, well, you want to launch the PS4 in your store, we want guaranteed 40% of your retail game space just for the PS4 product, and then maybe a PS3 and PS Vita side element to it. Well, if you've got a whole wall of Wii U that just isn't shifting, how do you justify keeping that when you've got all the potential for another game launch. So it's, yeah. it's understandable that they've scaled it back. Now, at all the retailers that pulled it out are still selling it online. There's none that have said we're not selling it at all, but it's just that very precious commodity of shelf space can't be given to anything that just doesn't sell. If, if you look at the Vita um, in retailers, the amount of physical retail copies of games outside of a game specialist store is very, very, very small because most people are just getting their games off PlayStation Plus. Or they're just downloading them and getting their discount because it's 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 easier to do it that way mm. and it's more cost effective. And Nintendo aren't haven't helped themselves because again we've talked about it a lot of times they did just they just rushed the launch. All the big games are coming and it will one day it will settle into the point where there'll be a like the three DS now, there's a solid run of great titles once everybody gets used to the the system. But you got to have that retainment. So if you've got EA saying, well, we're not interested in bringing FIFA. If you've got Deep Silver saying, well, we don't want to put anything on there. If you've got companies saying, well, you won't have multiplayer and you won't have DLC have for it. this and... week, haven't they? Nah, not got any plans to do anything on Wii U. Yeah, and it's that's the sort of thing that's more damaging because in the short term, what you want as a potential buyer is, well, what's going to happen when Fallout 4 comes out? What's going to happen when Wolfenstein comes out? What's going to happen when the new Thief comes out? If you want those games and that system's not going to have them and categorically has stated they're not going to have them, you can't justify it. So Nintendo have to kind of front up and say, well, that's what we're doing. So now they've announced a huge flurry of indie games that are coming out, some downloadable stuff, which is all good. And it's all really, really good news. But... It just seems like if they could have done that so much earlier, we'd be in a very, very different position now. But it's a shame. It's a real shame. But hope, like like I've said, there's a very good chance it will sell well at Christmas if they drop the price, do a good bundle with a couple of games in it, um, wing it out with a pro controller if you need one, or maybe just a couple of Motion Plus controllers in the box, 200 quid for the console, two extra controllers, a couple of games, it will sell. Because it's half the price of everything else. Mm. We have, this week, seen the Eurogamer Expo Indie Games selection that's going to be there when we head down there in September. And there's some games on there that we know about, that we've talked about before. How very exciting. I must say, last year we turned up a bit, I turned up a bit completely void of, I just walked along, was chatting to people, well, what's your game? Brilliant, okay, walking away. Now this year, I like you say, I feel like I can go over and be like, hello, yeah, you've spoken to our other show. Um, well, I go and have a go on Assault Android Cactus, that's yeah. going to be there. We've all played that, we like that. Yeah. Fist of Awesome's going to be there. And um, Matey Who Makes That was on Night Shift this week as well. It was indeed. So if you want to hear all about Fist of Awesome, go and have a listen to this week's episode of Night Shift because you'll hear about We him. met him at BAFTA as well, didn't we? Or one of them. There was two guys there. Possibly. We meet a lot of people. <laughs> Weird. But there's quite a long list on the Eurogamer website. Um, They're the two that immediately stuck out of, oh, I've heard of them. Rob's mentioned them, which is basically how I know about indie games. Yeah, that's it. They've talked about this on Night Shift. Rob sent me a copy of this. I know what this is. Um, But yeah, there's um, there's quite a long list there. Go and have a look. It's on the Eurogamer website. And while you're there, just uh, head by our site as well and let us know you're going to be at Eurogamer and we can... uh, Make sure that we say hello to you and get involved in the shenanigans and it'll be good fun. Um, 
You've put a news piece in here. Yeah, now, because... who the hell do you think you are no, adding a piece of news to the show? The reason I was reading it as you sent me the running order, and I thought, I it never really occurred to me that you hear about the Oculus Rift mentioned all the time, but no one's ever said to me, oh, you can get one there, or they're showing it at this thing. And I just random, randomly read Virgin Media are doing a big gaming hub in London. They're building one for like a week or two. Which, just... looking at the dates, finishes just before Eurogamer when we're going to be down in London. The yeah. pain's in the ass. The problem is, what they're doing, because obviously Virgin are running Eurogamer, they're sponsoring it. So what they've done is they've got Oculus Rift and they're building this gaming hub in London where you can go down and you can play on that. You can play Cello Fortress, which is basically Guitar Hero on a cello. Sounds great. Which just sounded mental to me. But um, no, it's basically saying that they're going to be building it. You go down there, you can play all these different games, blah, blah, blah. When I first put it on there, I thought it said you could play the PS4 there as well. But reading right near the bottom of the article where i obviously didn't get that far that they're showing that at eurogamer um so is virgin media hub going to be at eurogamer is that why it's packing up just before Eurogamer yeah, happens? yeah they're gonna do it in london and move it into eurogamer um okay. and have the ps4 there i was hoping it would say that they'd have the hub at the the, the ps4 at the hub but uh, they're making a big deal out of the fact that this isn't gonna be the first one this is gonna be the last one they do sorry they're gonna they're planning on just wanging a load of hubs out across london and other places where you can just turn up play the latest tech they're having like one gigabyte broadband there which for a while i said i think well i've got 20 gig at home you know realized i meant meg in my head i was like whoops <laughs> i realized what i've done there but one gig broadband is enough to make me want to go down and just go hmm. <laughs> someone like john's probably already sat there camping to see the one gig broadband it'll be there all over the oculus rift it'll be yeah. covered in john's fluids by the time exactly. we get to go on but it. again if they have that and then they had that multi-directional walking machine there and whatnot and did i and again i don't know whether i mentioned this on the show or whether i read about last week or whether i dreamt it i'm pretty sure it exists but they've invented a glove that blows air on you so that if you're wearing an oculus rift standing on a multi-directional thing you have these gloves on that make it feel like you're touching things so if you're in a game and you go to touch like a door, it'll blow air just right on your hand. It feels like you're holding a doorknob. And then maybe you're holding a gun, it'll, bl- it'll be blowing air on your hand so it feels like you're holding We've a gun. We've seen that on the gadget show. The and, um, that might Literally. be where I saw it, actually. But yeah, they've got technology they want to combine with that so that it feels like you're, you're touching things using air. You feel like you're walking using that treadmill and you feel like you're there because you're wearing your Oculus Rift. So yeah. we're pretty much that far away, a millimetre away from bloody fully-fledged... <laughs> Virtual reality rooms. Did you see the Paperboy game that they made? For uh, they put a bloke on a bike wearing Oculus Rift with a Kinect camera filming him on the bike, and it scanned him into a, like a virtual reality Paperboy scenario, so he could throw newspapers into people's <laughs> letterbox and stuff. Awesome! And, Just uh, get a as, paper round. Yep. Yeah, no, but it's Paperboy. <laughs> it means you get chased by people after smashing their windows, but not actually get a criminal record. But again, it's again, it's another way of using all the technology together to create an experience and it won't be necessarily for the home but to be able Bloody to go be here. Yeah, well, you, I, I don't know whether because obviously you, you guys are a little bit younger than me but do you remember the virtuality VR gaming rigs from the 90s uh, they were, do you watch Games Master did you watch yeah, that yeah. well you know when they used to go to the consultations there, they used to put like a, a helmet down a visor thing and they'd port them off to see Games Master. They'd say, how do you get to the secret warp pipe in the second level of Mario? Um, well, basically, that was a virtuality headset. It was a company that made a little thing. It stood inside, and you had virtuality. They had various different games for it. It was supposed to be the future of gaming. The problem was, it just wasn't good enough. When you look at it, you didn't feel 
like you, you were there. I remember playing it as a kid and thinking the concept of it was fantastic. The actual way it was being handled, just awful. I've um, used one on holiday once and thought it was rubbish. I've got yeah. it rings a bell. It's uh, well, I've got a friend who um, who has a friend who owns one, so I'm going to hopefully, if we have another, if when we, well, when we have an expo, we should have a system set up for people to play on. I'm in the middle of dealing with getting some arcade machines and a virtual reality system set up to come along, but that at the time was what Oculus Rift was supposed to be. You know, it was like, well, you put this on and it immerses you in a game. But now with Oculus Rift and the way that games have now become more immersive, we never had games in the 90s like Mirror's Edge. So I've seen gameplay footage of people where they've walked to the edge of a building in Mirror's Edge wearing Oculus Rift, looked over the edge and been completely freaked out because all they could see is down. There is no... They're not in their front room at that point. They're not got like bloody jelly baby lamp next to them or like some flowers on the wall. All they can see is the game... And if you then chuck in there some wind blowing across you and just further draws you into that world, it's, it's super exciting as to what... We're going to need happen. a new lampshade in the lounge because I'm going <laughs> to smack my head on it. I just thought that was... Is that like because you're going to be having a headset on or is it just you're getting so fed up now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to smash my head on this lamp now. I want a jelly baby lamp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it was. All right, fair enough. But yeah, it's it's is yeah, every bit of technology now seems to be less about stepping forward a huge direction, but actually saying, you know what, how can we make running in a game more interactive? How can we make holding something more interactive? How can we make playing a fighting game more interactive? In nineties they did loads like it. They had a fighting system for uh 16-bit consoles, which was like a hexagon ring of sensors. So you like punched and kicked f- out of it and it would then transfer that into a game well that's essentially what connect does they had a, a jacket you could wear that basically if you got shot it would like punch you in the back or give you like an electric shot i remember reading feel... about that and it scared me because i thought it probably hurt but then yeah. i just realized ages later when i grew up a bit <laughs> it's not going to be the the force of a punch it's just going to be like oh you got hit there i always i always wanted it to be exactly like that so if you got killed in a game it just mushed you <laughs> completely <laughs> it been amazing but there's all these things where people just trying to achieve what's now being achieved but obviously being held back by the fact that it just wasn't possible but the the, the idea was there and that's I've always I always loved it. The nineties was fantastic. Then for a decade or a decade and a half, people just went, "There's no point. It's it's not working." And then online gaming became the big priority for so many companies. Well, now the world's a gaming world. It wasn't then, but it mm. is now. So now people want the next logical step. We all want to head towards Minority Report. We want to head towards this, you know, Back to the Future too. We want a world in which things are interactive in a way that we could only really have ever dreamed of and I'll, i can be entirely honest where i look at things now and i'm blown away by what you can see and that's that's exactly what i want as a gamer and as a, as a human being i want to see things that i've never seen or i couldn't even comprehend and oculus rift is doing exactly that so yeah so I just, like doom creators well, involved in it now and he wants to make some games on it and he, yeah it. john carmack was always <laughs> supportive of it right from the very start he said that doom uh, three would always be put with it as a 3D game, and it was playable at Eurogamer last year in 3D, but not with the Oculus. He's now, I think, they're something like their their lead creative yeah. lead or something. Although he's not left it, he's just gone to work with them. But yeah, that's play- like I said, it's playable at Eurogamer, and I'm hoping they're going to have enough systems for people to really go mental on it because I, I, I've seen footage of people playing Surgeon Simulator and just 
going mad because they like they've hit their hand on the syringe and given themselves a drug overdose and everything's going mental. What it's, we uh, need to do is when everyone's got all these headsets on and they're all practicing on this, we can just nick all their bags. <laughs> have their phones out <laughs> their pockets and everything. That'd be brilliant. Could you imagine? In a, in a room full of thousands John, of go. people. <laughs> so, what, so what we need to do is a range of the Oculus Rift people, enough headsets for everybody in the room, yeah. bar, bar them us. Then just and nick then while everybody's in there. Nick on yeah. the way out is all the headsets. It's basically what you've just described. In my head, it just went, it's going to be like the end of Up. But instead of sitting in big floaty chairs, they're all just going to be having headsets on. Yeah. It'd be amazing. We were in up for whoever was taking his kid to see that a year or five years. Oh, it's, not up, is it? it's Wally, I'm thinking of anyway. So, yeah, doesn't matter. Now you've ruined them both. <laughs> <laughs> no one had realised they both ended the same way until then. <laughs> who'd, have thought, who'd have thought that Pixar would lose their creativity over time? You leave <laughs> Pixar alone. Whoa. You no. need to get out of my house anyway. It's nearly half past 12. Go home. <laughs> I'll do the outro while you're on your way out the door. Um, make sure you continue ordering your next generation consoles via our Amazon affiliate link, maturegamepodcast.com slash Amazon. You can still order Xbox Ones on there. And obviously, even those you ordered a PlayStation 4, you need to order some games on it. Do it via Amazon. You can still order the PS4, can't you? They just won't yeah. deliver it to your house until... And if, and if you order a PlayStation 4, you might also want to consider ordering the new PlayStation Eye camera. They will then give your controller full PlayStation Move Combat. Yeah. And you probably need a Vita to go with it as well. Oh, definitely. And if you're ordering the Wii U, we've got some rocking horse shit you can buy as well. <laughs> <laughs> and also, if you want to get a T-shirt to go with your shiny new console, head over to Jinx, maturegamerpodcast.com slash Jinx. They sell some cracking ones. I'm wearing one right now. It's got Walking so Dead I. on it. Bye, golly. There you go. Anna's just looking to check. <laughs> I don't know what one's Yes, checking. I can confirm. They're both wearing T-shirts. <laughs> Yours isn't from uh, Jinx, so is it? No. You've not you've not sold out yet the way we have. Um, if you want to listen to our other shows, we've mentioned them during this show. How about that for cross promotion? You sons of bitches! You say I never mentioned. You both had mentions this week, and um, they're both on maturegamepodcast.com Or you can listen to me and him on kevinsteve.com That's talking about Kev, bullshit. Not, uh, bouncy and Kev. I wish it was me and Bouncy. <laughs> Keep your iTunes reviews coming in. Five star reviews make us happy. And I, I've heard a rumor, and I don't know if it's true, but for every five star review we get on iTunes, one of Steve's hairs grows back. It does. So I've if you want to see him with a full head of hair, iTunes reviews are the way to go. We're also on iHeartRadio now, aren't we? <laughs> oh, fuck that. <laughs> um, you can follow us on Twitter at MGUK Podcast, or you can follow me at Lelujo. I'm at RB6K. Oh, I'm at Miss Luigi. I'm at Bouncy Wolven H after the second B. Are you asleep now? I'm tired. It's him. He makes the shows last it's too long. It's not him. No, it's... it's him. It's the with the kids here all the time. What? It's you're not having any coffee, wasn't it? You said. Yeah, but I'm also tired because I have to get up at like. Oh, you didn't mean between. me. When you said it's him. You meant him upstairs. Not <laughs> no, me. I meant you. All right. <laughs> Because you're here, talking, still. Oh, <laughs> and the oh. Are we getting to the point where Anna's going to say, Sheepdog, get out of my house. I love that. <laughs> get involved on the forum, maturegamepodcast.com slash forum, and like us on Facebook, which is facebook.com slash maturegamerpodcast. Also, message Jay if you can't get on the forum. He's recently cross-done the site and the forum into one big site. Yeah. And He's done all that work that's all very impressive, but none of it is as impressive as the fact that when you press podcast on our menu bar now, it gives you three options. A little drop-down box. That was all me, kids. 
I did that part. He may have integrated the whole site, but I did that button. So yeah, if you have a forum login now, when you go on our main website, you can log in and comment on stuff. You're automatically logged yeah. into the main yeah. site. So if you want to comment on any of the articles, it will comment as you from the forum. So you don't need separate logins for both anymore. But if you ever wrote an article for us, when you, when you sent me your username, I made a your username at maturegamerpodcast.com email address and made up a password. And that's ruining Jay's little system. So if you can't. Which is why you in, did it, wasn't it? Yeah, but if you lo- if you can't log in now, it's because your password has been changed and email has been changed to the one I set up, and I don't know what they are. So Jay has to have a play nice. around with it. Get out of my house, you bald coat wearing moron! I haven't worn a coat in months. You're wearing one right now. I had to oh, check just to be sure. Oh no, it's a Jinx T-shirt. Where did you get that from? Maturegamerpodcast <laughs> dot com forward slash Jinx. Good choice, sir. See you next week, kids. Have a good week, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.